So this is No Sold, episode number 62, back again, East-West Connection, to talk about a wild week in wrestling. (laughs) (laughs) Wild, um, just truly, I guess, unprecedented because we had a huge departure from AEW right at the top. We got, as mentioned, CM Punk out of AEW, released, terminated, whatever lingo you want to use. We want to talk about that. There was WWE Payback and AEW All Out 2023. So there's a lot to cover, a lot of news. But first, Frank, how you feeling out West? Not great. You know, life and all that, fine. It's going all right. <laughs> Dealing with the pro wrestling business and having to do a show about it, pretty, pretty frustrating. Duke wrestling, uh, you know, we have a, a love hate with it, a love hate relationship. We, when we love it, we, we love it to death. And when it starts to really irk us, we start to resent it. You were talking about that earlier. How are you feeling with the punk news and your uh, wrestling fandom? Well, Frank, I have good news for you. Since this is the 62nd episode, there's only seven episodes until episode 69. So we got that going for us. Yep. For all the twelve-year-olds, you know. (laughs) Um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm equally bummed out. Uh, you know, we're never gonna get the full story of what happened, but um, as our listeners know, I mean, at least two thirds of us are big CM Punk fans. I think John, even you are, you're at least a fan of the talent of the man. No doubt, Punk. You know, um, and like for him to be gone from wrestling again when uh you know we clamored so hard for him to come back it's a gut shot man it really is for me personally um and we'll get into it but one of my all-time favorites when we named our top 10 all-time favorite list punk is on there for me i think he's uh i think he's a great i think he's an all-time great i think he's a generational athlete like i think he's one of the biggest stars of the past 20 years easily and uh it's crazy it's crazy that we're talking about this you know uh, yeah we, not we could, too long after his arrival right we could talk uh we could commiserate in a way and i thought about how <laughs> how we should do this um we all talked about it you know should we cover these shows in detail we're going to touch on the pay-per-views and the premium live events uh but we do want to get into the punk thing because it is so topical it is huge news and i was even thinking about how you know how Frank's feeling being a super fan, Duke, a super fan. Me, you're right, Duke, fan of the talent, CM Punk. You know, and I was even saying, do I go in hard on the flaws of this man, Phil Brooks? But we're going to talk about the wrestling version of it, the wrestling side of it. And I want to at least ask you guys, um, when you heard the news, what's your first reaction? Because you're losing one of your all-time favorite wrestlers. It's like your favorite team releasing your favorite player. Do you keep rooting for the team, Frank? Yeah, you know, I always said it's it's the team over any individual, you know, player. It's always that's how it goes. You know, Alan Iver, dude, when Alan Iverson requested to be traded, I laid on the couch watching ESPN <laughs> all sad. You know what I mean? Sad boy the entire night. You know, but I'm still a Sixer fan, right? I didn't I wasn't suddenly a, a Nuggets fan. So um it's the same deal, but this one just hits different, dude, because I just feel like 
I just feel like there's like a, 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 a scapegoat, you know, for like a bigger issue within that whole company, you know? And it's like, unfortunately, that guy, you know, he deserves a lot of blame as well. But it's just like, unfortunately, he's one of our favorites. He's the biggest star in the company. You know what I mean? And before we could have all of those dream matches that we were, you know, plotting on, it's all over. You know what I mean? And it's just like back to like chanting his name at every show, indie or professional, you know what I mean? For the next 10 years until it's implausible for him to come back, you know? It's just a bummer. It just bums me out. It soured my whole weekend, dude. I can't even front, you know? Watching those pay-per-views, just heart not in. I'm just like, man, nothing got me. Nothing popped me. You know what I mean? Even when I thought stuff was good, I could see that stuff is good. I'm just like, man, I'm out of it. I got to rewatch them in a couple of weeks. Yeah, it's funny you kind of compared it to Iverson leaving the Sixers or when you're really young and you don't understand like free agency or trades or any of that in sports and you lose your favorite player, like you're, you're heartbroken. You're it's a gut punch, but when you're an adult, this is a different version. Cause like we watched his whole career. He's uh, a little bit older than us. Uh, and you're kind of feeling like this is the end of an era, Duke. Like, I don't know where we go from here with punk, the wrestler. Do you, th- uh, and I also want to ask you how you feel obviously yeah i i agree with you completely like with the end of an era thing because like that's you know you start to and it's kind of crazy you know we're three grown men and we're sad that one of our fake wrestlers are going away again but like this is what we love you know at at one point we were all huge fans we're obviously always gonna be fans of wrestling it's just kind of ingrained in us at this point but that's kind of where my head because i thought about this a lot i legit dreamed about it like i was waking up and i was like am i really dreaming about this like what am i doing but like there's a dying breed in pro wrestling man yes and like punk was one of the last guys i think you have like claudio you know uh moxley brian christian there's like christian yeah sure like they're on one hand, maybe two hands, you know, in both companies, like when you combine them, like AJ Styles, I think maybe, you know, um, Randy Orton, like guys like this, but like, we're getting to, you know, where it's just, it's all fun. Everything's fun. And we're going to do three Canadian destroyers and not sell them because it's fun. And the crowd thinks it's fun. And we want to sing everybody's songs because it's fun. But like, that's not what pro wrestling is to me, man. And like, I hold on to like these couple of guys that I can still love and like cheer about. And I've talked about it with you guys numerous times when I'm watching something, reading something, listening to something, I want to feel stuff. I want to get invested. And like two guys super kicking each other 47 times in a match doesn't do it for me. I need a story I need to be invested. And you can say whatever you want about Sam Punk. He had you invested. Because if you hate him, you're invested. If you love him, you're invested. Unfortunately, he got to be such a polarizing figure in that company. Listen, man, it probably is the right move, right? Mm -hmm. For the company. Because the EVPs have beef with them. And, you know, these children don't want to sit down and have a discussion. 
and you know put aside whatever bs they have they didn't feel for safe the good of they didn't feel business safe. once again business that's another thing tony khan man come on you didn't feel safe like i get it he might have had to say that for certain reasons you know but like know what vince would have done you can say whatever you want about vince mcmahon he would have fought that man mm-hmm. he would have punched his ass he wouldn't say i feel unsafe like it's just i'm with you frank i'm butthurt i'm disgusted that it came to this that this child that runs a wrestling company can't be the boss because he wants to hug everybody and be friends Listen, guys, I think the the anger, the frustration is valid. And what you said, Duke, the end of an era, it feels as such, not only with the breed, the dying breed as the wrestler of punk, it feels like that sort of in a fan way. And we'll get over shit like we do. Like you said, it's ingrained in us. But like it makes you start to side eye the both companies. And, and, I, and I'll mm-hmm. shout out some very good things I saw on each show through, through throughout this uh, episode. But Overall, um, you start to realize, like, man, with Punk being gone and, 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 and you know, guys like Christian getting up there, Cody Rhodes, he's, you know, 38 years old. But for all intents and purposes, you know, he's he's the last guy I got left currently um, that I'm truly invested in. But uh, with that said, the end of an era and the feeling like do you still cheer for the team. Frank, it's like Cody, he left, uh, you know, the company pretty abruptly. You know, there's guys. uh Regal kind of came and left um, and went back to WWE. So guys like that were high profile went back to WWE. And I don't know if you said it was speaking to a bigger problem in the company. Like, what do you think it is? The immaturity up top? I think Tony was trying to run this friendly locker room where everybody's a bud. You know what I mean? And (laughs) And I do think he like has love for these guys, right? Like mm-hmm. he he cares in a way, you know, and this is all great. But what happens is if there's a, a hint of weakness, you have this locker room, you know, full of these predators who are gonna take advantage at any chance they can. And that's why you have all these incidents, these bold takes from, you know, just it's just speaking of punk, hangman, jungle boy, right? these guys have the balls to go out there and do that because you know, they're buds. TK's their boy. Sammy could do all this reckless stuff because TK's going to go to his wedding. You know what I mean? It's just like all, so like you breathe this environment of these, like these guys who think they're untouchable and that the place is theirs, you know? And then you have these other people come into the locker room and it does, who have way more experience. And I think the issues you see are common. Andrade, Punker, you know what I mean? These like Miro, you know what I mean? Like it's sort of like these guys. Strong personalities. Like, yeah. Strong personalities, legitimate stars in their own right, who've been everywhere at the top level, you know? And then they come to this locker room and things are different. And it's always like the same case of, you know, these dudes, these young guys sort of like not taking criticisms. You know what I mean? Just thinking they know it all already. And even it goes to the top of the dudes. It's not just these kids. It's the young bucks, you know? It's like the, the, the elite in total right like they just they they're know-it-alls they've done it all you know what i mean the young bucks know better than anything listen the young bucks have had issues everywhere as well you know what i mean they didn't like how they were treated in new japan the cody and them had issues you know what i mean like the the, the young bucks happen seem to be these divas of this company 
they can't settle. Listen, you guys had a adult problem. You should handle it like adults and sit down and squash it or whatever. It's been a year. One year you know to I mean? the day, actually. The, day yeah, as we record. the guy who gets fired is the only guy who is willing to sit down and have the conversation to do business because it's not friends, right? This isn't like the friend league. It's business. So, you know, Punk, like everybody... so Punk was very business oriented in the press conference post um, the fight, right? Like when he was tired, hurt, working with children, that thing at the scrum. He was talking about, oh, I'm running, a re- I'm here for a wrestling business. And that was his, he was adamant that he was here for the business. And it's tough for me because like, I want to come in and, and like I said, kind of like come at Phil Brooks or whatever. And I also, but I can't hear because business should talk and this guy was selling more merchandise you said times five right frank than the next guy mm-hmm. um and it's like if we're doing business wrestling business what's the end goal is it money i mean like i mentioned last week uh, tk is not necessarily turning over a big profit yet like now you, you're going to terminate cm punk we theorized duke cm punk versus kenny omega at all out we theorized the elite versus ftr and punk punk in the main event of this or that didn't happen and if it's because of the the like the the elite and the young bucks and them not being able to sit down and um squash it it's like why wouldn't they want to is it does it have to do this is where i'm going to kind of spin it a little bit like is is phil brooks is cm punk like is he so unpredictable and like off the rails that we don't know how bad it is you know like how messed up it is or chaotic let me ask you guys something and Frank, I know you have. Have you ever worked with somebody that you don't like? Huh. Yeah. What'd yes. you do? You worked. Yep. Keep working. Mm-hmm. Keep doing what's. Keep doing what you got to do because it's business. Yeah. And you go and home, like, and then that's your life. That's your real life. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, don't I wonder. I wonder if it's like an ego thing for these guys. Like, do they not want to play second fiddle? You know, like. You just traded. Let's just put it in perspective, right? I don't know what happened. We we know that there was an incident. It involved Jack Perry and CM Punk, right? So we just traded CM Punk for Jack Perry, right? We got rid of CM Punk. We're going to keep the old kid because he's going to put asses in the seats, guys. That's uh, that's one of the greatest stars in the, in the business, just like Punk, right? Like, come on, man. What do you think doing? it was only Jack though? Because Punk, or I'm sorry, TK had made. But it no, I that think dude, it was my, the elite. My right? buddy Taylor said, like what Duke was saying, how like, you traded Punk for Jack Perry. My buddy was mentioned how you could trade Jack Perry, Hangman, the Bucks, and Cobana. Name yeah. ten. Can, you know Name what I mean? You could trade all these guys, and it yeah. doesn't bring you the value that that guy brought. No. You know, but all, only though, right? Only if he's playing ball. Um, sure. TK's version of ball. And we don't know. Okay, I think I think right that the main event guy, CM Punk, this huge name in the business, I'm pretty sure that him fucking curtain jerking a Mm pay-per-view is him playing ball. I don't know, man. Oh, no, no, I'm not saying. um, Yeah, you're right. I'm not coming at you. I'm just saying. Right. Like. And in general, and in general, he tried to squash it. Yeah. Do you think Punk's ego or his like feelings were hurt that he couldn't main event all in and like whatnot, like in a bad mood, sour mood? We've we've talked. We did a whole show on CM Punk. We've Mm -hmm. talked about his emotional intelligence. You know, his lack of like 
you know, kind of maturity, maturity, right. Um, But like, at the same time, like, I can say that about Tony Khan, right? Like, you're letting children run your company, dude. And like, here, here's what it is for me now, because I was down on all in. I didn't enjoy all in. I understand it made money and it, it sold out and blah, 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 and whatever it did. Quantity, but like yes. for me, when wrestling is like really bad, this is when it's bad for me because then I'm going to start, like you said, Frank, you can't even enjoy shit because now I'm picking apart. I'm watching Willow Nightingale, the sixth person, the trios match with the girls uh, leading up to all out. And like there's just botch after botch after botch after botch after botch. And I'm like, these fucking people shouldn't be on television. You're you know, I'm, I'm going to be right. I'm going to be hypercritical now because like the only thing that I enjoyed is gone, mm-hmm. you know? And listen, man, good for good on all these elite stands because they're going to be in heaven now. Yeah. No CM Punk. And they get to see their guy super kick as much as they want. It's That's gonna what be great grinds my gears. And I, this, mm-hmm. I was about to go on this rant before we started. But it's like these fans and wrestlers, even when we see the the uh, the victory lap that the Young Bucks are doing in the ring at the first collision they've gone to, you know what I mean? Post show. Once punk was, you know, once the guy your biggest star is fired, <laughs> you know what I mean? The victory lap these guys are doing for hurting their business. You know what I mean? Like hurting the bottom line. Yep. They got a second show on the strength of that guy's work. Yep. You know what I mean? 100%. They got, a, they got that their first million dollar gate on the strength of that guy being on the card. Yep. You know what so I they, did watch this week? Real quick. Collision. Oh. Yeah. You know what Collision, I watched yeah. every other week previously? Collision. Mm-hmm. So, Frank, they created, uh, I believe, Rampage, or at least gave CM Punk the hero's welcome home during the first episode of Rampage, if I'm not mistaken, right? Like, it was, like, the uh, debut episode uh, of Rampage? Second, I think it was the second one, technically. I think it was the second one, technically. Okay. But, but I was going to say... No, uh, but I meant, meant the second. I meant Collision. What I was meaning by the second show yeah. was Collision, though. Like, the second proper show. Yeah. I'm just saying, though, Punk coming back on Rampage was huge, right? It did huge numbers. The initial uh, uh, the best episode... numbers that show's ever done. Collision was created for all intents and purposes for CM Punk, if you believe the hype. And he was having a lot of influence on the show. And a lot of people who are the fans Duke's talking about, like the ones who are throwbacks that want to watch pro wrestling, they were getting that dose. Um, You were getting a little bit less flippy flip and a little less, you know, uh, impulsive stories. It was a little more fleshed out. And we're not Mm -hmm. sure how it'll look going forward. I just want to keep bringing up different things about this though because there's been a lot that's come out since um people are making comments um i saw kevin nash talking about how punk needs serious help he needs mental help because he's a bully at this point like tony khan couldn't handle himself and punk should have known that instead he instead of bullying him and then you hear stories about cm punks apparently uh refused to, to shake regal's hand when he debuted in AEW, and like there's a lot of yeah, people and I hear, that can't wait to come out the woodwork. Exactly. And it's like, it's like, it's nonsense. Who cares? Right. He didn't want to shake Regal's hand. And guess what? The company went on fine. Nobody mm. knew anything. Regal did. As they thing. shouldn't, right? As they yeah, should not. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it is what it is. 
It's like, but they have a, a leak problem. This is a wrestling problem, but AEW's is brutal. You know what I mean? Like whoever's spilling the news to these dirt sheets and all that. It's sort of like, it's like the second it happens, you know, all that stuff was happening at All In. And I'm looking on Twitter and I'm like, oh, I'm reading it like as it's happening. And it's like, how are these leaks so prevalent in your company, right? Obviously, guys like Meltzer and whoever, Alvarez, they've always, they've done this forever. You know, and they, they have their sources. WWE's tried Is to it the guy down. at the top? It's better. Is it the guy at the top? Did you think it's a... What do you mean? TK? You think he's spilling the beans? Guys, do you Basket. think it's the... Do you think it's the EVP tag team yeah. that named yeah. their move I, after yeah, I think, Meltzer? I think that's more likely, John Boy, just because it hurts TK. Right. You know what I mean? That... You know what I'm saying? Like it's her, it's his business that is affected by all this nonsense. So like I'm I'm sure he's not thrilled that all these details are getting out to the press the second it happens. You know what I mean? That that over um, undermines his biggest pay per view. You know what I mean? Yes, ever. it did. By the way, it did undermine it because this was the bigger story than all in at least in my head was the CM Punk brawl with Jack Perry. And once again, it's hard for me because I'm a Jack Perry fan. I do like the Bucks. You know, I love Hangman. There, it's just as a wrestling fan, you know, you try to separate the things. But I love Punk for business. I love all the dream matches we come up with. I love him being in the company. It makes the company feel bigger. It makes them feel more prestigious. I'm not too stupid to say that, even if Phil Brooks seems to rub me the wrong way. But like, I'm going to miss the potential of what Punk could have been. I'm going to miss all the things we sat there and dreamt up on this show over the last year. You know, the thing, John Boy, is that like what you're saying is exactly right. Like you don't like the dude, you know, you take shots at the dude almost any time we talk about him. Right. Like, Pretty you much. Can't, you don't like him. You don't like him. Like, and it's fair. But you go with him on the card. It's going to be the biggest match, maybe the best match. And that's what you're there for. It's going to help the company. That's what you're there for. You know what I mean? And you can acknowledge that. Not just be such a baby about it because you don't like this guy because he doesn't like your favorite wrestlers. Like, what are these AEW fans? What do they don't even like about him? You know what I mean? Like, he he got into a fight. He had a problem with some guys that also have a problem with him. Mm -hmm. They came knocking at his door, and a fight broke out. Who cares, bro? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Who cares? These are the fans in the crowd that are saying Tony Khan cured cancer. Yeah, took, yeah, exactly. Right? You these know are the mean? ones saying like, that. Like, you know? exactly. There was a sign to get the pay-per-view. You know what I mean? Tony Khan cured cancer. Spelled Tony Khan's name wrong. Like a moron. You know what I mean? And it's, and it's just like, oh, and they were taking people who were wearing the shirts and turning them inside well, out. That, I hear. I heard that was actually like a jest. Wow. that was like a, a a thing in jest. But they were confiscating signs. Hmm. Sean Rossap said that about the shirt thing, but signs were getting taken for sure. But that's not but, um, that's not ECW esque. You know, TK Mister. No. Like I don't know why he's editing these editing these fans. It's like, where, what is going on here with this like CM Punk thing? Because it's got to be something we obviously we don't know, but like how bad did it get? I asked it earlier, but like how is this so bad that this? No, I think removed. It's so company? bad because you let it fester. You let this problem fester. You let these young bucks not sit down in a room with every, all the parties you know involved in the incident and and work it out. So it festered for a whole year. You know what I mean? And then their travel agents are you know, like in terrible posts, you know what I mean? About mm. punk or, you know, everything on BTE is another shot at CM Punk, you know, they did a whole match mocking punk, you know what I mean? And mm. like botching the thing when, when he was out injured, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, but the second punk makes a joke about hangman's toys being on the the shelves, it's controversy. This guy needs to get out of here because he's too mean. It's like, 
come on, spare me. Every like, it's just you so, want to be upset, dude. You know, uh, there's a, a a buddy that he used to shop at the store, um, named Joe Duke. Do you remember? And like his, you know, posts are just all oh, Joe Unit, Joe Unit, and it's just, yeah. just all CM Punk, like hates CM Punk, and it's like yeah. it's like, dude, he's rent free in your head. It's sort of like, what has mm-hmm. he done to you? You know, or are you a wrestling fan? Yeah, like, that's the thing. And that's what bugs me about all these wrestling fans who are all happy. You know what I mean? It's sort of like, are you not a wrestling fan? You know, you don't have to like everybody, but like the guy in the business is good for the business. You know, what every I'm single like, segment him, is yeah. important that he's in. Exactly. And they, that's you, just the you way can it is. Deny it all you want, but it's the truth, you know, especially in the current climate of wrestling where it's a different thing. You know what I mean? He's like a unique, he's like a this rare um, you know, guy anymore. And it's just frustrating to see him get run out and you could he has lots of blame you know what i mean like right. it's not just that but it's like when it all comes down on you it's brutal you know what i'm saying and it's like tony khan all right that he's saying jungle boy is suspended indefinitely mm-hmm. but what does that mean because if jungle boy's back in a month it doesn't equal out to me you know what i'm saying because <laughs> if he doesn't say anything you know what i mean like people keep getting mad at like so like everybody keeps starting these fires and then they're mad at the way Punk decides to put that fire out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's sort of like, oh, the way he put it out doesn't work for you. Well, be mad at the people starting the fires. You know what I'm saying? Like all the time. And it's like, and like, I get Punk handles it in an immature way. But I feel like I relate because I'd be fed up too. You know what I mean? And that build up to that pay-per-view, you know what I mean? If you're supposed to have this sit down with the Bucks you know what I mean? Or the elite, who, whoever was going to be involved, and this is the agreement, so you thought, and then they their side bails out last second, and then you have to travel to London, and you don't have travel accommodations, you know what I mean? And then you get to the pay-per-view, and a guy on a pre-show match is shooting on you during his match, you know what I mean? You're curtain jerking, which I have no problem with that, because I think that's the most important match, right? Besides the main event. But it's, so like, it is a big spot. But you know, you're doing that. You're doing those honors when you're the biggest star on that show. Yeah, compared to what shot. we thought about, what he could yeah, have been, exactly. right? Yeah. And I want to ask. I want to ask you guys really quick though, because um, another guy who I love to death in my favorites ever, John Moxley. He made a comment, shoot or work, whatever, a year ago about. He said about Punk, weak mind, fragile ego, weak spirit. These things are now coming back around, you know, like every, it's all circulating. Oh, Moxley was right. This, that, and the other, what I, what I want to know from you guys and, and like Duke, like, what do you think if you had to guess, like, like what did punk, what would punk have wanted to like, do you think he was just in playing on collision, just being like kind of doing his thing over there? Or do you think he had like, demands like how do you think this got this crazy other than what we're like just saying like the elite wouldn't sit down with them they 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 basically plotted to get him out or is there something we're we're like we're not picking up on well we're never going to be privy to what right we get we get punk's truth we get the other side's truth and then the real truth is somewhere out there x-file style mm-hmm. but like for me this falls on Tony Khan. Mm-hmm. I've said this time and time again about this dude. He's a he's a super fan, but we've talked about it with Eric Bischoff. You're not one of the boys. Yeah. You're the boss. You should surround yourself with people. D 
Dean Malenko's in that locker room. Arn Anderson's in that locker room. Jake Roberts is in that locker room. But no, let's surround yourself with guys that, you know, were on the indies and made a name super kicking everybody to death. Like at the end of the day, bro, you are the boss. You have to make choices what's best for your business. And like I said, maybe CM Punk not being there, in his opinion, is the best for his business. But like we just like you said, Frank, he's the biggest star there. There's no comparison. You can trade half your roster and it doesn't it doesn't add up to what punk is. Do you guys think that people tune in every week? I'll name fucking 10 guys for you. The Dark Order, Ryan Cage, Big Bill. Fucking give me some more. Uh, uh Luchasaurus. Luchasaurus. Jay Lethal. Um Jay Lethal. Jeff, 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 Jeff Jarrett, Singh, by the yeah. way. Yeah. Satnam yeah. Singh. You can name them. You can name 20 probably easily. Mm -hmm. People tune in for CM Punk, man. Like you can say what you want. You can you're you're a perfect example, John, because you don't like the dude. But you understand as a wrestling fan, his importance to right. the business of professional wrestling. There's things that I and, see Phil Brooks, the, the, you know, the virtue signaling things. I just feel like oh, I don't know about this guy. But then when it's mm -hmm. character, when his character hits and I'm watching a segment, I'm like, ah, the punk I love, like the guy that makes me give a shit about pro wrestling. Exactly. Here he exactly. is. And I can forget all that little nonsense about my personal beliefs or whatever. And then I start watching this, this megastar. And I do believe that in his run with AEW, it was highly successful, if not Hall of Fame worthy. And I was not always of that mindset like in the beginning, but he proved that he's still got it. And knowing you got a guy that we would have said, give me one guy. Frank, you and I were at Barcade. We're like, who's the one guy AEW can get to make us really, really give the, the most fucks? And it was like CM Punk. And I was like, what about CM Punk and Danielson? You're like, yeah, that'd be the shit. But CM Punk is the guy. And then they got yeah. him. They got him. And that's what it, it drives me nuts seeing fans go, This guy just needs to go away forever. This guy Bickle, needs, it's, like, it's like, bro, Bickle. he tried that. He tried that. And you screamed his name at every show, every yep. show for eight years. He tried that. And then you get him back and you just want to be butthurt because you're, 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 you know, your favorites are soft. And mm -hmm. like he said in the ring, you know what I mean? And, you know, and now you're picking sides because that's what the wrestling fans, that's what the wrestling world does now, right? We pick sides. I'm on this side and it's to the death. You know what I mean? And it's mm -hmm. like, dude, good luck. You know what I mean? Good luck. So they bleed AEW. They uh, don't bleed CM Punk, which is, which is fair. You know, you bleed your team, Fine. but, but, but what yeah. about like, what about as fans, what you look for in your pro wrestling? Cause Duke, you talked about all the, you know, flipping uh, pile drivers, this, that, and the other. So, and singing along with the theme, the theme song or the silly chants. Like I heard a few at all out. Um, it's just like, if you're looking for that kind of fun little swell time, maybe the end of the era is kind of like my fandom in a way. Cause you said dying breed and it's like without punk. And once Chris Jericho goes away, and Christian goes away from AEW. I'm talking about specifically. Like, mm -hmm. do we yep. only have just the random video game generated matchups at the pay per views and no more storytelling? Because Punk was trying to flesh out stories on Collision. I think, you know, oh, 100. 
for sure. I think, you know, there's going to be guys that come along, you know, that are going to get us, you know, Gunther. I think Gunther's one that, mm -hmm. like, we all like, you know, there's going to be a few guys that come in and you're going to foul them and stuff. But, like, it's it's running short with me, guys. I'll be honest. Like, you know, I probably like 20% of current wrestling. And without Punk, I don't know where that number goes. <laughs> You know, um, it's funny because like I've become the old, the old wrestling fan now that like when we were living in the Attitude Era, you know, a lot of the old school wrestling fans were like, oh, my God, this is bullshit. Like in my day, blah, blah, blah. But like mm -hmm. and listen, the Attitude Era is junk. Right. I'll tell you that. And retro and retrospect. But yeah, it doesn't hold at up. least that at least add characters, yeah. at least add some storylines, you know, like. The stuff that I see, you know, recently on AEW, it's not for me, man. It's just, it sucks. It really, it's hard. It's like when you're in a long relationship and you see like, damn, man, it's winding down. Like, you know, and like, you're still trying, you're trying to hold on. You're trying to look for the good in that person that made you fall in love with them. But it's mm -hmm. like, you can't fake it though man you can't fake it and like right now for me this this form of pro wrestling that they call it it's not for me man well we're commiserating here we're gonna have a lot of feelings and thoughts one thing i want to say is there is a man that still exists in AEW who i i hold in a high regard i know you guys do too brian danielson who I do want to shout out his match with Ricky Starks, although I didn't have this insane emotional investment because he was a replacement, technically. It was a very good match. Um, yeah. And I think Danielson being an AEW, Frank, gives us hope that he can steer the ship, perhaps, to, you know, keep us around as fans, us specifically. Because they got great numbers. They got fans, but it's just like our preference in wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, and listen, and Danielson will be a good guy to have by your side, you know what I mean, like going forward with this company. But, you know, the damage is done in the short term, you know what I mean? And it's like, it's like you, TK, you know, had a leadership issue, you know, and I like the guy a lot. I think John Boy here is super hard on him sometimes, you know, like unnecessarily, you know, but. But when there's mistakes, you got to point them out, you know, and like with the AEW fans, you know, don't always want to do that. And it's just like the, the the locker room is a shambles. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like it's there's so much drama. And part of it is that we know about the drama, you know, and like and, but that's another locker room issue with somebody leaking. You know what I mean? Like all this news to the media and all that. And every time Punk breathes wrong or looks in someone's direction, it's headlines for a week after the biggest pay-per-view, you know, whatever the case, it's always something. And like you don't nip these issues in the bud now. And it's like I, I want to give TK credit because you he had to make a, a, a some kind of a decision, right, for his company. Something had to be done. The decision was one that's we obviously hate. And then like, and then he delivered the address in front of that crowd, you know? And I think that's actually a good move because it takes the heat. You know, the crowd could have ruined the show. You know what I mean? Instead, they shit on Tony. You know, you take the heat off and hope your show goes well. And, it, you know, I guess it did. Um, But it's just like the, the day you decide to put your foot down, you know what I mean? It's like the day you give let a bunch of children in your locker room 
feel like winners, you know, and like and, and empowered by it because they 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 were successful, you know what I mean, and whatever they were trying to achieve with this guy Punker, you know, and it's just like it just well, it just rubs me wrong the whole deal. Well, Duke mentioned um, I don't know if it was you know when we were recording or not, but you know it's sort of comparing to how, like how would have Vince McMahon have handled this type of situation. And forget, you know, you can forget that comparison even for a minute, but let's just talk about how TK handled it because he obviously a number one super duper CM Punk fan created a show for him, brought him in, let him degrade him technically in front of him at that scrum. Like he forgave him. Like he obviously was, was a CM Punk fan, number one. But like if you're such a fan, how do you allow the others to talk you out of being? a fan and a, and, and a, and a businessman technically, because like clearly like along the, along the way, he chose the other side. Like he chose the other guys because they're EVPs or his disciplinary team, which he alluded to, which is probably the EVPs. And like, listen, sometimes, you know, we talk about Vincent man, you know, he fi he's fired guys that he's had to fire as well. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, Sometimes you have to make that unpopular, you know, warrior strong arm them before the main event. You know what I mean? And, mm -hmm. you know, he had to fire him, but he and then he did business later. You know what I mean? And we're, I don't know if TK is built that way, but my old anything can happen in wrestling heart wants it to be like, all right, you fired him because something had to be done. Right. In a in a moment, it was a bad moment. If he lunged at TK, whatever, this, whatever the truth is there, if it was a fireable offense, whatever. I, I, I like in my brain, I think you can still do business at some point, but instead you have this locker room full of morons, you know what I mean? Who are acting like we can never even be in the same place as this guy. Why? That's crazy. You know what I mean? Like, why? Yeah. What is so bad? What, they, they never been in a real fist fight yeah. or something before? Cause like after that, no, it's like, it doesn't, it, who cares? You know what I'm saying? I saw a guy going on Twitter saying he had to be let go. How many fights has he been now? It's like the same amount of Sammy Guevara. You know what I mean? Like the same amount of Sammy. And so it's sort of like, I don't understand why when Punk does it, it's like this nuclear reaction. You know what I mean? But and that's what makes me wonder you know. about like, because you got guys like Chris Jericho there. You got Christian, who I mentioned. You have Jake Roberts, all the guys Duke mentioned. It's like, not only where were they, but are, you know, we're never going to know. But is punk this quote unquote unstable or this quote unquote like unpredictable that like really they can't have him there because he's that difficult? Like, I don't know if I've ever heard I, I, anyone being that difficult in any sport or anything. But like, I could hear what you were saying if out of the blue, CM Punk was like, I'm just going to be difficult for no reason. He started some random problem back. It's just like everybody's calling him out and he's responding. You know what I'm saying? I was like, yeah, how sure you should maybe respond better, right? But it's like, but he doesn't have to. You know what I mean? You're trying to embarrass him on live television for the world to see. Why does he have to be the cooler head? You know what I'm saying? All the time when people are, you know, mugging him off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that, just, that was your argument uh, a while ago, too, because we had the same situation happen when he was like suspended or whatever. And Duke, um, you know, now that it looks like this is all legit, there was no storyline, there was no work, brother, with the elite and the bunk punk thing. It looks like it was true, it was genuine. We're never going to see that kind of come to play out on the screen. Now that that looks like it's all over and punk is gone, terminated, do you 
want to see him in yes. WWE. Yes. 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 I want to see him come to WWE and dethrone Roman Reigns. That's what I want now. Move right so past I said Cody. To, I That's said, on said, your wish list. I said to my buddy, I said to my buddy, if I said to you guys, if Cody Roman is the main event, I'm not going. But if it's Cody Punk, I mean, not even if it's Cody Punk, to be real. Oh, but, God. Yeah. But if that. it's Roman and Punk, I'll be there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'll be there. Well, now, so, right, this is this is the thing now. This is where we're at once again with CM Punk, where we're doing the what if and blah, blah, blah. With all the stuff that he went through there, man, honestly, like, I don't see it happening. I don't know that they want him, you know, like. They don't need him if we're being completely frank, no, right? sure, Business they don't. Right. That's yeah. this is great. You're you're always completely frank in there. One hundred percent. Thank. I do have breaking news, real quick, for you guys. Give it to me straight. Gunther will now surpass the Honky Tonk. Yes, as the longest reigning Intercontinental yes. Champion. It's it's happening in history. He wow. has defeated my boy Chad Gable. The match looked pretty damn cool. Yeah. So check it out if you get it. They were treating to... it actually cool. In fairness, they were treating like. Game they were. arrived at the arena yeah. with his family. And yep. They were treating like a big match, you know. Which, and all night they've been doing like intercontinental champions. They've been showing like old intercontinental champions and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so Very once nice. again, I think that's that's a good thing that they've been doing. I think we talked about that before, kind of putting the prestige yeah. back on the titles. Um, but yeah, Gunther is going to be the new the dude. Longest. That's crazy. Of all the men who have held the intercontinental title, this is the guy that should break the record. Yep. He's cool at least. He's cool. He's not like yeah. the guy I would miss or something, you know, or Santino. You know, yeah, I mean? like it could, could have been somebody ridiculous in like all the years of Jericho. Yeah. Or... I think, yeah, but it was. I wasn't. think the Miz uh, held it the most, though. Is that right? Yeah, he Has got he? pretty. He had a pretty long. No, Jericho. Him and Jericho. Does Jericho? Jericho okay. had eight. I don't know how many Miz has, but Jericho had eight, I believe. Okay. So the rumor, because we were saying everything's coming out of the woodwork, all these leaks from Punk's camp is uh quote unquote that cm punk wanted to return at the wwe's rumble 2023 to set up a match with kevin owens at the wrestlemania that just took but place dude, in like la I don't, I don't want that it's like <laughs> if punk you're going back to the wwe for that yeah like i don't want that like yeah fair if that was it i would watch his promos and like i wouldn't even <laughs> care that you know what i'm saying it's like dude that's how i feel um it's funny because like i have such like great admiration for cm punk the performer and then he'll say something like this, and I'm like, "Hey, like what? <laughs> what that? What? Like, are, what are we missing? Yeah, yeah, like I, I don't get it. Well, he wanted to work with Joe to finish up that rivalry. Um, but hey, but know. like going back really quick, like before we start talking about like Punk going to WWE, I was, I said to my buddies, like I was so upset, you know what I mean? And it, it, it like bad move for AEW. My big point was like the biggest matches in wrestling, you know, they had in their back pocket. They could pull out that Kenny Omega CM Punk card. You know what I mean? That's the biggest match in wrestling. Yep. Now, if Punk decides he wants to continue wrestling and WWE's place he goes, the biggest matches are there. Yep. Maybe even bigger. Let's be honest. Yeah. CM Punk Roman is the biggest match in wrestling, if that's the case. CM Punk Cody would be the biggest match in wrestling. You know what I mean? If maybe if their titles are off Roman, right? 100%. So it's like, you lose that, you know what I mean, and these idiots are celebrating, right? That's you know what, what I mean. Yeah, that's right. You know, fans. it's like it—it it doesn't make sense. Like now, like I don't know. It was—it's just something that they had 
on WWE. You know what I mean? That like one of your top superstars of the last 25 years, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Is on their show. You know, they're going to main eventing their biggest with the dream matches that their fans want to see. And now that's gone. And yeah, you know and booking him and he correctly. could go to the rival company. And right. And booking him correctly and, and letting him cook and letting him, you know, tell stories. And there's something and about make the company better, by the way. Go to the rival yeah. company and instantly make them better, right? Right. Like you guys thought Cody going there made that show better. It, mm -hmm. You can only do so much, one guy, right? But like mm -hmm. made the show better for you guys at least. Mm -hmm. And it's like punk does that too. You know, it's like I don't understand. It's like trade, it's like if the Eagles traded somebody to the Dallas Cowboys, you're thinking, why would you trade him right. there and make them right. better? Our direct right. competition that we right. have to deal with. Why are you making them better? Mm -hmm. These idiots are celebrating. That's like in the NFL, we won't get off on a tangent of real sports, but like in the NFL, when they trade guys, Aaron Rodgers got traded, right? One clause. We we don't want him in our, our division. Mm -hmm. you, know, you don't want him in direct competition with us. So yeah. like and you in said, like, why would you give him the chance to go here and, like you said, have the dream match? That's the dream match now. Hey, you know, now don't forget, dude, he, he, he has the real world championship, technically, as well. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Can you imagine, can you imagine if that belt is wow. on their television? That'd be crazy. Could you imagine? Why not? Because, like, they, a yeah. lot of times why now, right, you know, right. you why get. Not? you get like a replica belt mm -hmm. when you win the title. Yeah. You know, we see all these guys have their title, you know, display. And like, could you imagine like he shows up as the real world champion, you know, He's got that X but, there. It writes itself. We're just too yep. cool. We're just thinking way too cool right now. Yeah. We're uh, thinking way too cool to see no, like, for sure. It's like, but Hey man, EW title versus the WWE <laughs> title. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like what a dream. Hey, we've manifested things here before. That's right. Yeah. You know what? There's one thing about uh, Punk that I think, like, it kind of irks me, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of like give him credit for it in this situation. It's like, what irks me is he sometimes tries to be the like holier than thou guy. He'll hold up the fan signs. He's very like buddy buddy. But deep down, I think he did look at these guys as weak. Maybe even Tony Khan. It's just like, like it got the best of him to 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 know that like these guys are are, for lack of a better word, they're just. They're just nerds. Like they're be they're beneath me. Like the I know what's good in wrestling in his head, probably. And these guys mm -hmm. don't. don't. And I think that got the best of him deep down is like he truly is not like probably yeah. the swellest guy in real life, no matter like what he wants to portray. Sure. At the workplace. I mean, maybe? But, like, I don't know. but being grumpy, you know what I mean, doesn't make you like a bad dude. Right. And it's sort of like, and he seems like a grumpy old man. You know what I mean? But heart seems in the right place. You know what I mean? Like oftentimes, you know, even with some of his controversies when it's like, it seems like he cares so much about the wrestling part of it. You know what I mean? That it ends up being, you know, these fiery confrontations with people who think he thinks don't get it, you know? Mm -hmm. And like, and I don't know, but I think there's a lot of weight to what he's saying. Cause they don't get it. Jungle boy doesn't get it doing what he does. So is it a generational thing? Like, cause punk's older, you know sure. what I'm saying? Definitely. And, and, definitely. Definitely. He's talked about how Dusty Rhodes loved him, how Harley Race loved him. He he knows Roddy that Piper. that's Roddy Piper. That's enough for him. Harley Race. Mm -hmm. Yes. For those guys to give him the credit and the respect, that's means more than him to him than anything else. Right. And I and I agree with that. I think that's the ultimate compliment when you get the respect of the legends and the guys that came before you. 
but what's going on now is like these fans who clamor for like like you said the sing along and the super kick they don't care that's not what they care yeah it's it's a just it's they a disconnect and they don't care about the history of professional wrestling they don't they think that wrestling started in the attitude era they want to see kangaroo kicks and they want to see uh my latest complaint fucking scissor belts now i get that that's we have scissor we have scissor title belts guys this is what wrestling fans want to see now you know and the look, things man, that AEW can... did right, they they have gotten away from, and I and I don't want to get off on a tangent of the, the the descent of my enjoyment of AEW, but that's another example. Well, this is the thing, though they they are doing it right by their fan base, you mm, know. True, like true. I didn't care for All In, but people crown that show as the greatest show of all time, you know. Not, not, not anymore, Duke. Now, oh, all was it's the changed. Show. It's all oh, out. okay, all out. Okay, and then the next because 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 they delivered a show in the face of adversity. They got back on track. I'm just quoting all these fans. Like mm-hmm. CM Punk is out, and yeah, Tony Khan went out. A lot of CM on, Punk hater energy. In yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. Yeah, and like, weird. I mean, it's like, it's see, we not, could do though, it. We could do it with. Yeah, it's him. not exactly because that's what it is. It's it's the it's this new um, version of pro wrestling fans who i won't even say pro wrestling whatever whatever they like the sing-alongs and the 47 moves that don't mean anything um they gotta win you know they're they're boys their boys gotta win at the expense of one of the biggest stars in the history of professional wrestling so enjoy your win yeah and you, you said know, and, the history, they don't care about the history of pro wrestling, no. but then it's like a revisionist history at that, that they are caring about because the idea that Punk has had problems everywhere he's gone. What were his problems in ROH? You know what I mean? He had none. You know, they celebrated him on the way out. You know what I mean? What was it? In WWE, he was there forever with no problems, you know? And at the end, he had a couple issues. Ultimately, he left the company. You know what I'm saying? And it's sort of like, they they want to pretend that like he's like this problematic dude because this locker room can't handle any kind of criticism or any kind of pushback. You know what I mean? Any kind of, um, you guys mentioned like the, the lack of like, you know, Hey man, you might want to do this. Hey Jack, you might not want to do real glass. You might actually get hurt in this business where we try to look like we hurt somebody, but like, this is just like you mentioned, John, is it a generational thing? They, they know everything like, Mm -hmm. They're just going to dismiss, like, dude, you're not going to listen to Arn Anderson. Like, and I've heard that that's the- that's uh, that's going. Jake, some you know, believe him or not, he said that there is a lot of people in the back that want to do their own thing. That's probably the same in WWE and in most sports with the coaches. Just they disregard the. Here's coach. the thing, though. Here's the thing. What happens in WWE? Do they do what? Do they do what they're told? Yes. Why? Because, because there's one boss. boss. There is a boss in place. There's not a child that wants to get out there and be buddies with everybody and hug everybody at press conferences. Dude, you're a joke. You're a joke. (laughs) You got to be the boss. You have Bro, WCW went out of business because their boss wanted to be one of the boys. Hey, man, 
So where is Chris but Jericho? Bro? Where where is Chris Jericho? And and you know, God bless him. He's got Tony. He has a He's he a stooge, care. John Boy. Yeah, and sure. I love Jericho. He's a mm-hmm. stooge. You know what I mean? Like it's he really is. Yeah, he really Keep is. That money coming him. in. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. You yeah. can say it and love still love him. him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Love him to death. He's a stooge. Yep. You know what I mean? And and he's a smart. So he, he has man. a cush spot, you know, next to Tony. Yeah, and he's not going to disrupt that, right? He's getting He'll do whatever he wants. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He'll he still do, do the Jericho cruise. All he that stuff. Do his calling, music. Calling Punk a cancer when Punk comes back, he wants the first program with him, right? He's a yep. you know, he's yep. a grifter like them all. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like I don't pretend that. You know, he's just mm-hmm. one I accept. <laughs> I think yeah, that's fair. I, I know we we want to move on and like we do want to like cover. It was a big week in pro yeah. wrestling, but I'll leave it at this with CM Punk. You can say what you want about the dude. You can like him. You can dislike him. You can like his personal views. You can dislike his personal views. You can't deny his star. And no one likes the truth. And I think in a in a business full of fucking carnies, bullshit, everybody's full of shit, smile to your face and stab your ass in the back at the first chance they get, CM Punk told the fucking truth Mm -hmm. and people don't like to hear the truth bro it's that simple i think you're right and i think with the uh we'll we'll definitely wrap that up in a minute but uh just finally with me it's like the failure to figure it out like you said at the top frank is the criminal uh offense here because you had opportunities to make me as a fan or make the wrestling fans all across the world feel like you are equal to WWE, if not surpassing in terms of quality. Um, You had the chance. It was, you had the menu and you took all your ingredients and just threw them in the trash because with CM Punk, he was the common theme of what our dream scenarios were. That stuff with MJF was golden It was the most I ever cared about MJF. I haven't really given a shit since about MJF. I'm going to be honest. CM Punk and Hangman, they get you invested. Go down the list. Um, And there was a lot they left on the table. So it's just a failure. It's a waste. And it's a shame. It'll be considered a really great successful run if you break it down, you know, despite the finish. But uh, overall, a waste. And that's just how it's going to leave me at the end of it. How do you feel with the end of this run, Frank? Fulfilled? I'm just bummed. I'm just bummed out now. Definitely not fulfilled. You know, like listen, if the option was what we got versus never seeing Punk wrestle again, I'll take what we got. You know, right? But there was so much left on the table, like you said, dream matches, dream scenarios, taking AEW to another level. Mm-hmm. Imagine if that Wembley two show is the main event we all dreamed and CM Punk had a year of, you know, doing whatever he was going to do with that company and collision. And that show just expands and grows and gets better. And hopefully dynamite got better. Cause I think dynamite has been rough for mm-hmm. since collision started. They had one good episode a couple of weeks ago. I feel maybe a few weeks ago, but everything in between, I was just like, man, you know what I mean? Like, I don't not to be in hater, but it's, it's rough. Mm-hmm. And imagine that year and we get that instead it's all over prematurely. It bums me out. It really does. He's one of my favorite guys, you know what I mean, of all time. And the idea that I would never see him perform again because a bunch of adults' feelings were hurt, you know what I mean? It's so ridiculous to me. Like, I can't wrap my head around it. 
And TK, like, I have more love for the guy than you dudes. But, like, saying how you felt in danger, and maybe it's legal stuff just to protect yourself later in case of a lawsuit. Oh, but it's just, shoot. like, true. it's embarrassing, man. It's embarrassing. It is. The fact that I have to agree with something Vince Russo is saying when he was tells this, told the story of Luna Vachon running through him, almost killing him to get to Sonny, and he was like, and that was just another day at the office. You, you're in the pro wrestling business. You know, this isn't an office job. I have people arguing with me like, well, you can't lunge at your boss. You know, that's never okay. Yeah. If you work in an office, you know what I mean? This is pro wrestling. Dude, like Duke said, Vince would fight you. Nails tried to kill Vince. Bret <laughs> Hart knocked him dead backstage. Yep. You know what I'm saying? How many, like, how many thing times do you think Vince had to break up shit between his roster? Sure. All the time, you know, and listen, and that's not to say because every guy doesn't have to be that kind of guy, right? Like, um, guy yeah, right. To, yeah, I'm the I could fight whoever as well. You know what I mean? Everybody's not built that way. But Vince Russo, like I said, I have to agree with Vince Russo. He says you should have a heavy. You should have a guy there that's going to do that stuff that you're not able to do. Yep, that's before the bottom line, getting, right? Yeah, it's before the, you start getting might taken not be advantage built that of that way, but. Yeah, you surround yourself with people who are. Bro, you figure it out. You figure it out because you have a bunch of guys who think they could do whatever they want, and it's going to hurt your business. You know what I'm saying? So you got to figure that out. It hurts me as an AEW like diehard day one supporter. You know what I mean? To feel like to tune into your shows, going everything that I'm looking at, I'm shaking my head. You know what I mean? Like never before. You know That's what I mean? Crazy. And it's like, and I'm a team AEW guy, and I'll move on. You know what I mean? And like I'll be able to like get my head back most likely it's just the emotion of the the news breaking but i couldn't even enjoy the pay-per-view that people are saying is the best wrestling show they've ever seen now you know what i'm saying like i i could i i could tell that stuff is good you know what i mean like danielson and ricky starks i did i was like that was good you know to catch that omega i thought that was good but it's just like i couldn't get wrap my head around what i was looking at knowing about all this drama and nonsense and the people who are uh, affecting like the changes in this company, you know what I mean, and like how it's just not what I want to see, you know what I'm saying, and it's just like it's it, it bums me out, you know what I mean. Um, you know like, what's crazy, TK? really quick, I just want to say, yeah. um, CM Punk when he debuted in AEW, he did talk about taking AEW to new heights. He wanted to be the one leading the charge. He went, he was picking guys out. I want to work with Darby on. I want to work with Ricky Starks or Daniel Garcia, whoever he mentioned. And what's Jungle. crazy, Jungle Boy. What's crazy is, um, and I, look, I, 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 I don't know if I can really, I don't know how much credit I would give CM Punk, but look what happened because in the two years he was there, they ended up doing a stadium show. They sold 80,000. Yeah. So like technically his vision came to life that they did come to new heights with him there. Several million dollar gigs never been done until he walked into that company. And then they did a whole bunch of them. You know what I'm saying? Like you could, you could say what you want. We were watching a clip last night, just like reminiscing on old times. And it was Tony Khan going ham in a press conference, talking about the benefits that CM Punk brought to the company financially. This or that, all that. He was just going crazy. And unlike Tony Khan, like you've ever seen him cursing and all that stuff. I remember that. And then it's like, and he's fired now. Yeah. And Jungle Boy is <laughs> suspended. You know, you look. Got Hangman. You got Hangman tuning on Dynamite this Wednesday because Hangman won some battle royal. He has something to say. What was his punishment, right? What are the Young Bucks' punishment? They're dancing in the ring. What's their punishment? Nothing. They're his you know friends. I mean? You know what I'm saying? They're and all boys. You know, they're all Brian they're Danielson. They have stroke. You know, they're boys or they have stroke because they're you know what I mean, like the Young well, Bucks. I don't know that they're boys. Being an yeah, exactly. gets you stroke, yeah. right? Exactly. Yeah. So it's like you have I. 
it, it frustrates me. You know what I mean? And I'll get, I would, like I said, I'll get over it. But it's like, I don't want to cheer against you, but I want CM Punk to come back. Mm-hmm. And if that's at the Royal Rumble and he wins it, I'm cheering. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm cheering for him. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, why do you want that? It doesn't make sense. It just, it just yeah. bugs me. Um, I'll get over it with Hangman. I'll get over it with Jungle Boy. You know, even TK. But the Young Bucks, dude. That to you. They've just said they've they've. <laughs> you know, I got that ick. Yeah, exactly. That ick feeling now with them, and I look at them, and I'm just like, ugh. And it happened with Cody, and it happened with them. You know what I'm saying? And for different reasons. But it's just like now I just get that I saw them. They're teaming with FTR. Should have been a dream match, right? Uh, what you saying I with cheered, FTR, huh? Like, I cheered FTR losing because <laughs> the Young Bucks lost. Wow, interesting. Uh, FTR, uh, Punk's ride or die boys. Um, you know wh- where does that leave them? Because uh, they were on the, the Punk sign, yeah, right? Cash did. Mm-hmm. Crazy man, it's a crazy. Dax did as well. They did a. He did a lesson, man. Watch during the match. Sure, like Dax reminds us every week he has a family to feed. Right. Yeah. Life goes on, mm-hmm. you know. Like I went hard with that. They're boys. treating yeah. it like work. They're exactly. treating it like work. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy to think that it's work, yeah. and <laughs> crazy. You, have to, you have to keep going on with your job when your buddy gets fired. You know what I mean? Yep. You think Brody is is cool with Jungle Boy? And, you know, picking a fight with Punk or whatever happened. You know what I mean? You think all his guys, you know, are, are stoked that the, right. the day of a, the collision and the, the night before a pay-per-view, they hear that their buddy is fired from the company. Ricky Stark's still- got his biggest win of his career thanks to CM Punk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For all the bad stuff that these guys say, you don't think there's guys, you know, in that locker room that are like, damn, man. Oh, dude, the revisionist history, like we said, that first year, there was not a bad story about him. Jade Cargill praising him, Britt Baker praising him, Darby Allen praising him. You know what I mean? Everybody, you know, and and not for nothing, there's a there's a reason why all these cornballs are on dynamite and all the fucking cool dudes are on collision, (laughs) right? Why is Hobbs on collision? Why is Ricky Starks on collision? Why is the House of Black on collision? Why is Joe on collision? Why is you know Punk on collision? Christian, because they wouldn't do no Christian. Hook, yep. you know, Jungle Boy, even. Yeah, I know he has the beef, but like, you know, it's no coincidence that they all these guys were like, let's, I, we prefer to be on that show. You know what I mean? So they say um, in wrestling that uh, the quote is like, you're just a spoke on the wheel. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it keeps on turning. That's the WWE anyway, that machine. And AEW is a similar thing. Like, I feel just as um disappointed as you guys like i'm maybe not as gutted so to speak but i'm definitely down about it but what i am trying to do is like we said it's in our blood it's in our dna and i think about okay life after punk because i do have danielson i do have i do have guys there on the roster that i like it's just can they reel this in and make me care to the point that i did at its peak i hope Mm -hmm. so because this pay-per-view has some work to do they do. They have work to do. And, um, you know, we'll look to the future because, they, you know, they just had all out. They have Wrestle Dream coming up, a tribute to Antonio yeah. Inoki. Um, Dude, they're doing L.A. They're doing L.A. again and they're doing they're doing collision and rampage tapings and the pay-per-view at the forum. And, you know, if that was me, you know, a month ago, buying tickets, you know what I mean? Day they go on sale, make sure we get some good seats. Now I'm like, I got to see where they're at. And that's the first time I've said that for AEW. I'll see what's happening on the show. You know what I mean? Before I decide what I'm doing. 
for tickets and going to their pay-per-view. You know what I mean? And that's crazy. We were desperate for a pay-per-view here. And now I don't even know if I want to go. Well, that's the thing, man. It's like I joked that, you know, that they were peaking, they were peaking, but I didn't think this is why. I didn't think punk leaving would happen. And and now that it did, it's like, you know, look, they're doing great financially, Duke. They sold one, you know, 80 some thousand tickets for their show. Quantity is there, but the quality is what we care about. And um, you know, we'll talk about all out a little bit, but we also want to talk about WWE because they had payback. Their 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 wheel keeps turning, you know. And many have come and gone in that company, and they keep going. One guy that's back, Duke, is John Cena. How excited are you for the potential of a Cena Punk rematch? Uh, not not excited for that. I know. I'm I do kidding, think, kidding. however, you know, Punk or I'm sorry, John Cena isn't on you know any of our favorite lists or anything like that. But I do think that. He does add prestige to the show. I think that um, when he's around, like, again, another polarizing figure, um, you at least get a reaction. And um, we'll get to his involvement in the one match. I don't know if you wanted me to skip ahead, but. No, no. Yeah, we. I was just going to say we could cover the the product, the uh, show as a general overall, if you guys don't mind, just because um, the punk thing's pretty much front and center. To go through these matches, rate them, rank them. I mean, feel free to leave those in the comments. But I'd rather just talk about the overall scope of the show, if you guys don't mind. Yeah, but um, real quick, like about the Cena thing. So he was the guest host for Payback. Yes. But he was a referee in the one match, and I do think that it brought something to that match. Um, Agreed. You know, like, uh, I will say that John Cena is looking older now. Um, yeah. He looks not frail because he's still like a built dude, but like he doesn't look like threatening or anything. So like mm. standing with the the active wrestlers, he wasn't. I don't know. Did you guys get that vibe? Like he wasn't really like intimidating, or he didn't have that like. He's looking I felt a little that way when he's like backstage in the referee outfit, looking like a goofball. You know, there mm-hmm. was a couple moments where he looked, or when he was doing an interview, he looked like a complete nerd. Yeah, yeah. But when he takes his shirt off for LA night or whatever, it's like oh, I could see. Yeah. It. You know what I'm saying? Like I could see it again. It yeah. is like a little leaner, you know, yeah. like the, that mm-hmm. lean muscle. But yeah. uh, for compared to what he used to be, but um, yeah. But I know what you're saying. He he looks like an ultra dork. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I mean, he's a 40 year old dude running around in jorts, though. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I'm not here to to crap on Cena because I do think that we'll kind of jump all over the place. I'm sure talking about these shows, but I do think that his involvement in that match, um helped a guy that you guys aren't high on but i am an la night fan i do think that cena being in that match and their interactions and then um the post-match thing i thought that it did help la night um you know kind of raise his star a little bit yeah yeah i wanted to mention cena like you said he was the host he did have some involvement as the referee and um the show itself with payback uh coming from pittsburgh you know, this is one thing WWE does right lately, I believe, as opposed to AWs, their builds have been good for their shows. Like everything's kind of tied together, whether we're fans of the talent involved or not. They do continue these stories. Becky Lynch and Trish Stratus had a pretty damn good steel cage match, which I got to get them props for. So that's one of the highs I was going to talk about with these shows on this weekend. Um, and I really enjoyed, you know, the ending to a feud that I wasn't fully invested in because I'm not a big Becky Lynch fan. But 
seeing Trish and her go out and uh, kind of prove me wrong was fun. Cause I was just going in ho-hum. Like you guys said, you're kind of like, eh, what do you guys think at least of that match? Cause I did want to mention that one. Listen, I'll start. Cause I, I thought it was fine. You know, like I, I thought it was going to suck though. You know what right. I mean? Yeah, and yeah. I, I watched it and I was just like, Oh, okay. You know, and that was a, a solid match. I was impressed by Trish to be real. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And what I, the observation I made, like watching that match, I was like, cause I never I, thought i we all talk about how trish was like a legend of her time you know legend of women's wrestling but like the game has kind of evolved you know and like the girls are just a different standard than what trish was at that time but i was looking at becky and being like you're maybe as good as trish mm-hmm. you know what i mean like technically but the game has evolved so far but watching them i thought they complimented each other in that match but i thought trish did all the really wild and impressive stuff in the match you know, so I was almost like this Trish kind of carrying Becky here. It was an odd feeling, but I did think the match was good, um, especially considering I don't rate Becky much at all. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, I think there were two things that I like took from that match and both were from Trish, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I'm not a Becky Lynch fan. I don't get it. I no. think it's one of those things where like the internet got behind her and then you know, the sheep followed and now she's the, the greatest women's wrestler of all time. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know if you guys noticed when Trish did the widow's peak, the shout out to Victoria. Mm-hmm. Super cool. Yep. I love that. And then Trish getting her face smashed into that cage like repeatedly. I was yeah. like, oh, my God, like she's going to I'm thinking in the moment, like she better get her hands off. She had an egg on her head. Yeah, man. dude after that match like and i think that's probably trish's like last hurrah because like after the match they kind of did the thing her and zoe stark broke up and then afterwards like the crowd showed her love but yeah i'm with you frank like becky in your prime you're as good as trish when she's whatever age she is she was she was she was a model turn wrestler you're as good as her right yeah but i do i agree with you john like i thought it was a good match um yeah and like you said, like, at least they build a story up, whether, you know, we're invested or not, at least they built this match up. And I, like you, Frank, had no intent, no expectations. So, like, I was like, oh, that was pretty good, actually. Yeah. Yeah, there was a spot where they did the superplex off the top of the cage that was, yeah. like, very, very risky, especially with her age and whatnot. And I just Even thought... less The less risky spot of when she was hooked into the cage and then just, like drop back like she was gonna mm-hmm. fall off the top of the cage but like her legs were stuck into the thing and like, mm-hmm. i just thought that was like a good visual you know what i mean because it looked like oh she's falling off you know but she's stuck. yeah yeah i appreciated that homage to the widow's peak as well i just thought that was a really good match a really good opener victoria should be in the hall of fame by the way definitely yeah under so underrated it's it's ridiculous grossly underrated yeah yeah um i agree uh she was in all- tna though john doesn't yeah, so disqualified her <laughs> oh man, I, I I don't get a vote for the Hall of Fame. I would I would vote for her though. Um, you know, I just want to uh sort of point out some of the highlights of these shows, and and one I I do want to mention with AEW real quick, Frank, is the strap match between Ricky Starks and and Brian Danielson oh, yeah. it was an all out bloodbath war, uh, but in a different yeah. way. There wasn't these weapons and whatnot. They went to war with a strap a strap match, mm-hmm. Ricky Steamboat ringside, uh, and. The, they were delivering shots to the face of each other left and right. I know. It was brutal. Yeah, it was a violent match. It was um 
it was, you know, for Ricky Starks as well. I guess we we can expect some violence from Danielson, but it was like to see Ricky Starks in that kind of match and hold his own. And I was impressed. You know what I mean? I just couldn't get emotionally invested. I've just been sour grapes all weekend, you know? So like even the WWE pay-per-view, I watched that today and, and like it suffered, you know what I mean? Cause I'm just mm-hmm. butthurt, right? But yep, yep. but I can acknowledge that I would I probably think that match at the all out show was my favorite match. Um Danielson, another clinic. Ricky Starks is I'm a, I'm a Ricky Starks truther. So it's sort of like to see him in that high profile of a match and it lives up to the expectations. I do, wasn't sure who was going to win because they both could use the win. You know what I mean? Really? Mm-hmm. In their AEW runs. So um, that was exciting, you know, to see how that was going to play out. And I thought they did really well. This was an example of like trying to get a guy over even in defeat because Ricky Starks ended up passing yeah. out. The, you know, he had the, the strap wrapped around his neck. Great visual. Great visual, visual, bloody mess, the choking him. He looked like he was being choked to death. You know, it was very uh, intense. It was intense. And I thought it was, if nothing else, if you're talking about being sour grapes, like with Punk leaving, like for Danielson, like manning up, so to speak, to be mm-hmm. like, let me take his place. Let me get in there. Let me, let me quote unquote, save this show. Let me yeah. give the fans something for their money. He went out and like with a broken shattered arms probably he went out and delivered a hell of a performance but that's just him like he's that Mm -hmm. so good so good i think the one thing i want to mention i want to ask you guys real quick because it's off topic with the match match was great by the way um ricky starks was like super duper white hot as a baby face in that mjf thing and then in the last month or so they he's kind of said i'm back to myself i'm back to myself which is Kind of like little heelish, and then in this this match with Danielson, he was kind of like violent, very serious. Ricky Starks, less entertainment and whatnot. Like, what do you guys think is the better path? If you are even a believer in Ricky Starks, which I know you are, Frank, but Duke, like, do you think the what do you think is the better path? Like the flamboyant, entertaining, kind of like funny because he got he's got some wit with them with them on the mic, mm-hmm. or do you like the uh, serious, just another tough guy wrestler gimmick for Starks? No, I don't want him to be just another guy for sure. Um, I liked when him and MJF were like going to have that thing. And then they obviously just went the other way with that. Um, I thought that they complimented each other. Well, Um, I think with Ricky Starks, he has to be whatever is closest to Ricky Starks, the the man, like Mm -hmm. the real person, because otherwise it's just another actor, you know, Mm -hmm. like. Because wrestlers aren't actors. Wrestlers are themselves turned up. I say this every week. Because yeah. when you get into acting, you're going to fail. You guys aren't actors. You're pro wrestlers, you know? And, like, whatever Ricky Stark needs to be, just be true to yourself, I would say. You know what I mean? Like, don't do a gimmick, like, blah, blah, blah. You can be good or bad or indifferent. Like, just turn yourself up. Even when The Rock was, like, a bad guy, he was still getting cheers because he was witty, et cetera. Yeah. You know what I mean? Ricky Starks eventually will be a babyface because the fans will get behind him because he is super talented and talent will always do that, you know, but I don't want him to be bro. Austin theory. Right. Just another guy. Right. He's great just example. another guy now. Like that's what I don't want whole... for Ricky Starks is a great no, example. Sure. But I'll you chime in and that. say, I think the heel Ricky Starks is the way to go. I think that's mm-hmm. the best version of him. That's fine. I, Just yeah. be you, though. Yeah, exactly. You and I think I'm he's saying? been that, though. I don't think the yeah. lead up to this match was he's just another tough guy. It was mm-hmm. manipulating the situation as a manager. You know what I mean? Yeah. Calling out Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. You know, he's being this douchey, kind of ultra cocky, 
I'm that guy type of villain. You know what I mean? And you, you could deal with it. You know, and the com the common comparison is the rock, right? Always with Ricky Starks, you know, and I get that vibe, like the fancy shirt rock, you know, like that's what I yep. I see with heel Ricky Starks. So mm -hmm. um I think this is the right move for him, you know, and I think Do you think I it helped think, him? Do you think this match helped him? I think it helped him, but and I and I, I disagree with you when thinking his babyface run was like that good. That oh, he had really? that program with he had that pro listen, him and MGF talked themselves into a fight. You know what I mean? So that was entertaining. Mm -hmm. But that whole thing with Jericho, like before that, and then like after that, you see, I think it was just like a flash in the pan. MGF and him had good chemistry and it worked. But once they went away from that babyface Ricky Starks, dude, when he was team Taz and they were douchey villains with powerhouse, we wanted them to be tag team champions. He was the FTW champion, he was cool. Once he went babyface, it all came down, and it just peaked with that MJF match, and then went back down again. I think the heel Ricky Starks is the way to go. I think he's naturally naturally like charismatic, and he's he could be douchey because he's pretty and he knows it and that type of thing. You know what I mean? And that rubs dudes wrong. You know, so yeah, we're on the uh, opposite sides of the road there, only because like when you hear him go into that stuff with MJF about like you know single mother Katrina losing the house, like you know hitting the the tugging on the heartstrings. It's a good promo, yeah. but I think the genuine you say be Ricky Starks. The real Ricky Starks was like, I'm hungry to be the best. And I, I like this baby, baby phase run, honestly. Mm -hmm. Like, I, that's when I started to feel like he was main event level. I just hope he don't get lost in the shuffle as a heel. I feel like they're kind of heel heavy, maybe. But um, I did want to mention On that. Collision? Um, yeah. And I, yeah. does he? Who knows if he'll even collision now? Yeah. 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 Does it matter? What? Yeah. Does that split yeah. matter anymore? Who even knows <laughs> what happens now? Bro, does that split matter at all? Yeah. I mean, they might as well just blend them together, right? There's nobody that That's needs to dumb, be away from dumb fucking other. firing this guy. What a bozo decision. You know what I mean? Like, it just, it just, fire, fire 10 other dudes, dude, and your, yep. your program would be better. You know what yep. I mean? Like, it's crazy. It's so stupid to me. It doesn't three EVPs sense. now. You a, have turned a your bunch back. of silly Cody Rhodes children. and Bucks not on your Christmas list for uh, sure. Like Kenny Omega's pushing it, he's pushing it, you know. And I like the guy and all that, but I'm like, you're I get it, you're loyal to your friends. I would be too, right? You guys could be the two worst, and I'd ride with you, but, but it's like I am the worst, so it's like he's pushing it for me, you know what I mean? I'm trying not to hate on him, but yeah. Hey, we got new WWE Tag Team Champions. KO, Sami Zayn, down. Judgment Day, the stable, this this clique, this group, this faction, they're uh, belt collecting, and people are starting to chirp yeah, that yeah. they're that they're like one of the greats. Once again, it's lost on they're me. Modern horsemen. Yeah, it's lost on me. Crazy man. What do you guys think about the, the move to to take the belts off of KO and Sami? You um, were never a believer listen, anyway, or were you? I was not a believer, but like. I just think they, I just think this move just kills like all that stuff that they were doing with Sammy and the bloodline and all that. And over how that's the tag team match and it's over. And it's just, it, it just feels like, oh, they had the belts, didn't really matter. Now they lost them to some random team. You know, I know that they're over Judgment Day and all that, but it just seemed like Sammy and like, you know, and um, Owen's story is just like, all right, the belts are off them. We're moving on past it. And it just makes all that WrestleMania build feel nonsense to me. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just, it I just, think. Rub me wrong. I don't know for sure, but KO wasn't on Raw tonight. Mm, is he hurt? So I, I think he might be hurt. Like, because he mm. was hurt previously, and I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think that might, like, maybe he had to get through that match, and then he'll go get surgery or whatever. That was a pretty intense uh match. Yeah, to go it was. Through. 
yep. jumped off a, a, the balcony or whatever it was, yeah. you know? Well, and yep. he also uh, took a spear from Rhea Ripley, which is not, yeah, you know, which is, huh. that's, not, that's, that's rough too. I honestly, wall. like, I'm not a fan of um the Judgment Day. Like, I think they're very, I like Dominic. I do. And I like him a lot with Rhea. I think yeah, that like that's what I like. They're my two favorites. Yeah. But like Finn, I like Finn, but like he's so unnatural as a villain. It just yeah. doesn't work. First off, he's small. Mm-hmm. And then his voice, like it just doesn't work. And like he tries to be cocky and arrogant. And it's just, it's very fake to me, you know? There so was like, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, that's moment. all. There's yeah. just one moment where Damian Priest goes up to Finn. They're beating up everybody outside. This is right before they put the hockey jerseys on. Mm-hmm. And and like, you know, so they just killed Owens and Sammy. And Damian Priest tries to come up to Finn and goes, hey, we're going to get him in the ring. And he's like trying to come up with a plan. And he goes, I'm going to pin on one, two, three. That's it. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, <laughs> I was like, and you can see Damian Priest just stare at him and go, yeah. Like, okay, sounds good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. sounds good to me. It was just so yep. stupid. And then these idiots pop up with hockey jersey. Listen, yeah. I was going to give – I wanted to give them credit, and then that was like, oh, my God, it got goofy. But they did some Yeah. Stuff. Once again, it's, you know, you're you're doing, like, the serious thing, right, mm-hmm. in, like, a street fight, and then we got to yuck it up a little bit. Let's put on mm-hmm. the jerseys. and then yeah, we gotta, Where do those jerseys come from, bro? We got to drop the – they were in the penalty box, Frank. Oh, you yeah, don't keep right. your jersey in the penalty box. Yeah, Mary Lemuse left his penalty box yeah. jersey there for thirty. Been there for years. thirty years. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So and then you know they dropped the gloves and they got to beat up Dominic, but it's a shame because I was with you. I was like, damn, this is actually yeah, 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 yeah. pretty good. Like for four guys that I'm not invested mm-hmm. in, like I thought it was a pretty stiff like street fight, you know. Yeah. And I still enjoyed it, honestly. Like I still thought it was pretty good. Way too much interference and stuff. But oh, um, yeah. yeah, like you guys said, new tag team champions and this job day they got what uh, four titles and the money in the bank now. That's right. They're collecting them all. You can add it all. I still don't look at them like uh, very serious. They feel like a creative faction or something like a very well. And their name is again, terrible. I feel like. Yeah. I mean, you know, naming everything the greatest of all time or one of the greatest of all time it's just a thing that people do now in modern wrestling and i like, get it and everything to mention the judgment day in the same breath as like some of the greatest factions I, it's laughable i just i don't think they would crack great, my like, top 50 stables if i really went through it but um sure hey, who knows uh speaking of greatest and goats to ko sporting the terry funk shirt was a nice touch even though he would eventually cover it up with the hockey jersey but um shout out to terry funk also, also Eddie, also Eddie yeah. Kingston with the Claudio sucks egg shirt, which I thought was funny. <laughs> Another funker shirt. I, I knew for sure he would give out a, a tribute. Yeah, yeah. Admittedly, that was his favorite wrestler. Um, yeah. Also, with with All Out, uh, I do want to mention the end of a really, really strong, maybe the best ever title run in AEW with Orange Cassidy mm-hmm. losing to um, to John Moxley. In the main event, it's a tough sell to call that the main event, not necessarily for Moxley, but like Orange Cassidy, not the first person you think of, and not the international title being main, main eventing all out, which is pretty big pay per view usually. This one suffered maybe because of all in or whatever's going on, but uh, the day of the pay per view, they, they, they did end up putting together a pretty solid show. I'm not going to call it great, I'm not going to call it the greatest, but um, that main event. They did make it feel like a main event because of the title. And I, like I said, he 
Orange Cassidy goes down, loses the strap. Moxley is now the champion. What do you guys think of, you know, the overall run with Orange Cassidy and the fact that his character sort of shifted in this feud? I don't know if it's for good, though. Uh, he was very yeah. serious and violent and tough. and there Which I like, though, right? Because now you ran into the most serious, violent, and tough mm -hmm. guy in the company, right? So you, you better adjust, you know? And, like, so I like that aspect of it. Um, the match, I thought it was good. I, th I, I think people are overrating it because, in my opinion, it felt very one-sided. You know what I mean? Like, I know Orange had his moments. You know what I mean? Like, every wrestling match, you know, that's not a squash. But it felt like a dominant win for Moxley. It felt like he won that belt, got up and got out of there and celebrated with <laughs> his boys. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I get it. And that's the story. Uh, Orange had this crazy long run. He's beaten up. He looks beaten up. You know what I mean? And like I think that's what's been good. And But it was getting to a point of almost ridiculousness with that title reign for me. Because it was just like, is he the greatest dude in this company? He's like, is he, like what, is, well, he should be fighting for the world title. Why is he not fighting for the world title? So like, if he beat John Moxley, it's like, all right, well, that's a title shot. Like, you know what I mean? Like, in my head. But, um, you know, it wasn't the B. Um, I think the right decision was made given Moxley that title. I think it puts more prestige on that title because I think Orange did a really good job of reestablishing that belt or just establishing it. Yes, establishing Pac, it. I don't, yeah, I don't think Pac did anything yeah. wrong. It just didn't feel like, you know what I mean, that thing. But um, he established that belt, and I think Moxley's going to add prestige to it. And I like that it was the main event. I like that you're not afraid to put your, you know, uh, mid-card title as the main event. You know what I'm saying? Because... It should be important, you know what I mean? And the Intercontinental Belt used to be very important. It is now. It main evented Raw, you know what I'm saying? So it's like I like the idea that that can happen. I don't want the international title to be the main event more often than not, but I liked it. Yeah, Duke. Uh... I didn't – I will say, sorry, real quick, John Boy, I didn't like that the world title, your world champion, was in a tag team match for a Ring of Honor belts, and your world title wasn't on a show. I don't like that aspect of it, but whatever. That's he was, another but he was, he was with his best friend, though. He was with That's his another best discussion. Friend. Yeah, Duke, uh, WWE's done. They've gone above and beyond to try to put prestige back on their titles. You just mentioned Gunther, now the longest reigning IC champion ever. Nuts to say that. I doubt it. Crazy. crazy? All I'm the happy, history dude. we've just, been through. I'm just happy. Yeah. Uh, I'm just happy. This is, well, about that. That's just about the, it, right? Just the honky-tonk man, just it bummed me out that he was the guy always. Yeah. No offense to him. I don't dislike him like that or yeah, anything. Yeah. It's just... All the greats and that belt, I always think of the workers' belt, you know, and it's sort of like Honk Tonk Man had it. So that's why I'm happy about it. If they're smart next week, they should have Honky come out with that old school title and uh just have Gunther like squash him or beat him up or something. I don't know. I just I, I pass the torch. No, no, nah, yeah. not gonna happen. No, nope. might uh, kill him. He might kill him. They're never uh, bringing one, that one title one back. Just yeah. give up on anything cool All happening. Right. All right. But, no, uh, I wanted to say that the WWE's gone above and beyond to get the prestige back, and I think they've done a really good job of doing that. I genuinely do. I believe mm -hmm. in their titles, uh, equity. And AEW, they've been a little bit less lately at having the value. But the Orange Cassidy belt was built up, international title. I look at it as yeah. legit, prestigious. It going to Moxley now, uh, like you said, Frank, it's even more legitimate. But uh, Duke, what do you think about him dropping the strap? Um, I mean, it's funny because like I sit here and talk about like how I'm such an old school wrestling fan and stuff like that. But I do like Orange Cassidy. I do. Mm -hmm. I enjoy him and I don't want him to go away from what he is. Do you know? Um, 
we talked earlier about like guys losing their gimmicks and stuff like that. But uh, with him, like, I think it's just a part of him. Just turn up when you have to. Yeah. Like you said, Frank, like he was fighting the baddest dude, the baddest dog, you know, in the woods. Mm -hmm. And like he had to he had to turn it up. Um, The ending was I mean, at least. He put up a fight. Yeah. Right. And like Mm -hmm. Moxley had to really Mm -hmm. F him up at the end to like like that paradigm. Is that what he calls it? Paradigm shift. Paradigm shift. At the end, he dropped him like on his head. Like Mm -hmm. it was it was very cool. And yeah, like you guys mentioned, I mean, Moxie's a former world champion, mm-hmm. so that will definitely elevate this title. It's funny though; I realized how much of a fan of Orange Cassidy I am because I was like, "Damn, I kind of don't want him to lose." Yeah, you know, because like if he if he beats Moxley, like that's a big thing for him, you yeah. know. But it, yeah, it was, I it mean, was... Mox holding that title—that's cool. Workers' title. There you go. Mm-hmm. Dude loves to wrestle. He wrestles every week. Yeah. I love he it. Does. I, it's crazy. He does. He really like, does. Intense no matter what. Every week. Every week. With some crazy intense in j- Japanese matches in between, indie matches in between. He's intense. He's nuts. He's he's definitely uh, the worker's worker. I thought it was very cool um, the way Orange Cassidy sort of like shed mm-hmm. his skin, so to speak. Like he was doing those like ginger kicks, those little playful kicks. And then he started like laying them in for real. And it was almost like a, a moment where I don't know if we'll go like that going forward. If maybe he's like got rid of that in that mm-hmm. moment like did he stop playing nah, around he's done that in the past and oh, that's for real what, you th- yeah that's why i think it's cool like i remember um he was out there with statlander i mean this was like it might be two years ago now whenever they were still kind of together but yeah, yeah, yeah. statlander was fighting somebody and he was like very calm in the corner and then he's like let's go stat like he lost his mind he mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. threw his sunglasses off so i think that's cool like because when he does that, it's like oh shit! Now yeah. he turned it on. You know he what I mean? Means business. Yeah, yeah, like I like Orange Cassidy. I do. I think his character is appealing to non wrestling fans. You know, mm-hmm. like like oh, it's the lazy guy. You yeah, know, yeah, whatever yeah. they say about him. You know, so mm-hmm. it is funny. I, I, remember I hope Trent, he doesn't lose that. Yeah, I remember Trent one going, and this time he's gonna try. And it was just <laughs> like funny because it was like the guy's so lazy, he doesn't even try. You know, and it's yeah. like I like that. Because yeah. I'm Orange Cassidy and I don't have a catchphrase. Catch yeah. <laughs> Once good. again, like I think he's he's pretty charismatic. You know, yeah. I think um he's one of my favorite parts of the show, honestly. Yeah, and I and I like you guys, I, I was down about the punk thing, but I do like I think maybe if we lined it up, like probably maybe more guys on that roster than perhaps you guys or Duke, maybe like individual talent. Like I really do believe in the pillars. Like I love Darby. I still love yeah. love for Jack Perry. Sorry, Frank. But I feel like even like Orange Cassidy, like they do have the ability to to go on. Like life will go on. And I and I hope that I could get as invested as I was eventually again. But um, like real quick though, like AW's fine. Yeah. Like they're fine. This is just our opinions because right. like Frank said. That's the greatest show everybody ever saw on Sunday that took place. You know what I mean? So, like, we can sit here and say whatever we want, just like WWE. WWE's doing great business, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? It's just our preference Mm. doesn't, you know, unfortunately dictate what they put out. So we'll continue to, like, cling on to the little bits that do. It's true. Um, 
I do want to mention a title who I, it's not prestigious at all to me, and I don't know if they can ever make it make me feel so. But that world championship match, uh, Seth Rollins and Nakamura, they did good work. This feud, once again, WWE's been building stuff, and that's what I'm into. Give me a story. Nakamura has been knocking it out of the park with this feud, I think, in the uh, storytelling category. The match itself, though, uh, didn't didn't hit for me. Like, I, I wasn't really feeling like this was a main event. And that's sad to say because I want to feel that way with Nakamura. Seth, I'm always going to feel like he's just semi-main event. Like, I don't envision him as the guy to close the show. But how would you guys like that world title match? I mean... Honestly, like, I feel like Nakamura has lost a step. Like, he just doesn't have the same. He feels very, like, phoned in to me. Like, because he comes out and he's, like, doing. Because I think the story was cool. Like, the lead up and him talking about Seth's back Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. But then when he gets in there, like, it all seems very fabricated. It doesn't feel real. And, Mm -hmm. like, I never got that vibe from him. John you're not even a big uh wrestling fan in japan like and i remember i mean geez 10 years ago talking about this guy Mm -hmm. like being like yo you see that nakamura dude like he's really cool you know and i just yeah i I seeked it out i seeked out his work yeah i I really did did. yep star and uh admittedly not a big new japan guy you and i was like oh yeah nakamura is awesome dude and we had a whole thing but like i do think that the main event suffered, and I'm no Rollins fan, but I think it suffered because of Knock. Unfortunately, I just don't think that. Yeah, he has that same intensity. He right, has that right. like same charisma. It feels very phony now. It feels very phoned in, and um, that might be a lack of confidence because they basically kept him on the uh-huh. shelf for a couple years, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, I still thought the match was okay. But it didn't, I'm with you, it didn't feel main event. Too. Yeah, it was okay. It should have been yep. like easy match at a night type of thing. Sure. You know, it was, somebody was texting me about it and I was just saying like, the one match I was really excited about just didn't work. And then the ending also, you know what I mean? Like, listen, I agree with you, Duke. Like, Knock has lost a step, dude. It's just, it's sad to me almost, you know, because I feel like yep. he wasted the last years he had, you know what I mean? Like kind of doing nothing, you know what yep. I mean? And it's like, it's a shame. And now- now you have a cool story it's for a title, a world title, allegedly. And, uh, you know, um, I was excited, main event. I was even of the mind that, like, can he, like, win this? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Just to shake things up in the short term. I know, like, Rollins is their boy, you know? But I thought, worst case, he loses, but it'll be a good match because Rollins had good matches. At, at the very least, you could say he has good matches. Some of the best in that company, like, consistently-wise. And, like... The matches I didn't think was that good, you know. I like I wanted to like I was watching it like trying to like it more. Yep. Than what was playing out in front of me, you know. And like Knock doesn't look in great shape either. Right. No offense, he looks. Do you guys old. like that ring gear? Yep. No. Nah, well, the ring gear would be okay if he was more fit, but he looked like a sausage squeezed into it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's just like it just. I was thinking of the crowd right and like seeing nakamura in a main event like that and thinking like maybe people don't even see him as a main event guy probably not and, right and like to see him in the entrance and the music it's cool and it feel it felt intense the camera was wide you know i was just like okay this is he came out second like the champion came out first so knocks like entrance was like a thing for me and i was like i was into it and i was thinking does this crowd even realize but then like 
he gets in the ring and takes off his like kimono or whatever he was wearing. And I'm like, oh my goodness, he looks kind of like he doesn't <laughs> look very believable. Like if this crowd doesn't look at him as like this main event dangerous dude, they're probably like, why is this guy in this match? Like this is the, you know what I mean? Title match of the main event of the pay-per-view. He just didn't pass the eyeball test to me. And I think for the average Joe, when the match isn't stunning, you know what I mean? You're going to be even less interested in seeing that guy move forward, you know, unfortunately for knock. Yeah. Uh, they, yeah the, down. they do like singing his song though, which is big. Yeah. That's true. So they got that going for them. That is true. That's true. That's a huge thing nowadays. That, that gets you all the TV time. Uh, 43 years old though, Nakamura, like, I, I was going to say, do you guys think that we can, you know, rekindle some uh, Nakamura nah. magic? But he's getting up nah. there, man. And it's probably, you know, I guess what you got to look at now is at least you got this moment. You know, he got one more mm-hmm. moment in the yeah. sun. It was a cool little feud. It's not over either because no. um, it, when it went off the air, I don't know why they wouldn't show it. But Already Nakamura attacked him. Yeah, he attacked yeah. him. I do want to give them credit for one thing, though. At the end of this match, uh, did you notice how long it took for them to go off the air? Mm-hmm. Because they were teasing that, oh, shit, is Priest going to cash in? Uh, right. I thought that was cool. Like, yeah. it was like Seth was kind of sitting there almost like looking back, like, is something going to happen? And then it just WWE logo, you know? Yeah, so I I've been that was before cool. that, I'll be honest. Oh, yeah, I don't blame it. I was I thought, uh I was gone. I was just trying to get through the thing by yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. by then. Well, do uh yeah, I don't I know if you noticed, cool. Frank, but uh they did add prestige by having the great Muda ringside as well. I did. That's cool. Yeah. Another reason you're like, oh shit. Yeah, Mike might get Yeah, this. is it his moment? You know, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. And that's the thing, is yeah. WWE has really been trying to add prestige to their shows and I still think wrestling's in, you know, obviously it's in a great place financially, business-wise, but for our quality, yeah. our taste, like, it'll go on, you know. Um, I, I do want to talk about the, the, the Takeshita-Kenny Omega match, if we can, real quick, as we get out of here. Because, you know, like I said, Frank, two, three-fifths of the elite or of the EVPs are on your shit list, but what do you got, dude? I have, I have one quick thing. Because yes, sir. I'm not going to let you just completely dismiss my boy la night you're not even gonna talk about my boy's match you're not even gonna give give him like a 30 second let me talk to you do it so it was la night taking on the miz they've done a pretty good lead up to this have they though they have i think they have do you think they benefited la night with that though because like miz has been zinging them and i know you hate the miz but he has he has been zing he has been zinging him, but I think that LA Knight can hold his own on the mic, especially with that dork, the Miz, because the Miz is, I'm sure, in the back rehearsing his lines 30 times before he says them. And I think that LA Knight is pretty a pretty witty dude. Watching and, his rock uh, tapes, watching his rock tapes. Absolutely. That absolutely. <laughs> yep. You know, in TNA, he was in TNA. So, you know, God forbid we can't we can't show him any love. But Two things about this match. Yes. One, Austin, I'm sorry, Austin. God, I wish. John Cena as the referee with him and LA Knight kind of like having their little thing, like, you know, the almost hit, that kind of stuff. I thought that was cool. I think that Cena giving him the rub is cool. You do want to, like, you know, elevate other guys, and I thought that was cool. And 
a very subtle thing, but like I talk all the time about like wrestlers just being so just below average guys can't even hit the ropes correctly, like ring positioning, all that stuff. One thing at the end, at the end of the match, when um when he finally hits the BFT, that's blunt force trauma. Yeah. Mm. At the end, he hits the it. Fake stunner, and the stupid stunner. When he no, it's actually not a stunner, Frank. <laughs> Almost. It is a front face slam. Stunner. He does a goofy uh people's elbow and a stupid stunner. Yeah. And it's he's, unbelievable. He's great. Over. He's, he's great over at both. He's, he's over. This is what tells me I don't know anything anymore. Yeah, yeah. I don't get it. So, I don't get this guy. When he pins him. Mm. he's sure to hook him make sure everything's away from the ropes it's a subtle little thing but not everybody does that mm -hmm. this is a professional wrestler owning his craft mm -hmm. and then at the end la knight that's la knight gets the big win john cena raises the hand i know you guys love this when he looked at him enjoy the moment and he just throws it off because Cena is the corniest <laughs> dude in the business. He thinks he's cool. Behind Cody. Only behind Cody, dude. Nah, because nah, that Cody boy. segment. Cody's at the top. That, that Cody Number segment. Go. When he's like, what, what do we want? Dude, he's so brutally corny. I wish he didn't I was talk. Like, I, know, I, I wish he didn't I was like, that. I know I'm a hater of that guy. But when I saw that segment, I was like, it made me walk away. I was well, like, that, okay. was, that was just a silly use of a yeah, yeah, superstar. Yeah. You know? Yeah, for sure. Not on it shouldn't be on a pay-per-view. And so all out as well had a couple of things that shouldn't have been on a pay-per-view. Yeah. You know what well, I mean? Well, that's and most like... of their shows. And John Boy, before you move on again, I want to mention another match that you probably were gonna skip was because your boy Miro and Powerhouse Hobbs, I thought had a good a, little match. A great one, yeah. Yeah, great. I, I want to hear uh, John talk about that. I one. thought it was a good little match. I know he would hate because he hates Miro, oh. but that was a big that's like if that was uh, two big dudes in WWE. He would say it's better than anything like Will Ospreay's no, ever done. Yes, he, he would. Oh no, I wouldn't say that. I mean, Omos, Omos and Strowman yeah, exactly. had, had a good match, but exactly. like I'm not gonna put it over to the Gills. I just thought, look, man, this is you the did thing. you um, did on this very show. Yeah, but I'm not gonna put it Osprey match. But real, but what was your favorite part of the match, John? It's the uh, the meet forever chance from yes. the fucking yeah, exactly. This is what this we're is, doing now. Don't let the you fans enjoy that ruin friend? it for did you. you. Don't that? let the fans ruin it for you. The fans ruined everything. I, I for thought me, Powerhouse bro. was cool though. I thought Powerhouse had a good match in there. Powerhouse was good. This bonehead and Miro's probably the best match in Miro's career. Look, I'm glad that they had variety on that show. I really am. They did give you a mix, and there were two bigger guys, and you also had that with the Shane Taylor. Two Joe bigger thing. guys that would have been average in the heyday of pro wrestling. <laughs> And I know yeah, bigger guys. I know you're fronting right now. I know you're fronting right now because your girl Lana, CJ Perry, debuted, and I know you're a huge mark for her. And you're you're just acting like you're a hater because it's AEW. I really don't like her. I, I'm not a fan. <laughs> no, she's brutal. She's brutal. Yeah. I'm joking. But oh, okay. I didn't know. Like, I thought that mat. I thought that match was very solid. From I don't care about Miro matches, dude. You know what I'm saying? But like, if you watch that match, I was like, I don't think they took a wrong step. Yeah, the crowd is corny. You know, because they like corny stuff. But I think <laughs> yeah. that's a good big man matchup you know what i mean and it was an aew lax you know? i just didn't and, know and who was the baby for them they both came that's where i was I, yeah. I know not every match has one but like i was confused legitimately like who were who yeah. exactly are we supposed to be i think it's miro actually you know what i'm saying like i don't know yeah. it's weird yeah, i don't that's, know how but it's that's miro. important though man like you got to establish like I understand like some people are going to be tweeners and you can even be a good guy and be bad like Stone Cold Steve Austin, anybody? Right. You know, but like 
tonight on Raw, um, Shayna Baszler fought Zoe Stark. Okay. And like the crowd just couldn't have cared any less because mm-hmm, yeah. like they're both like Shayna's coming off the thing. <laughs> right. And but they're both coming off. So Zoe Stark, you know, she broke up with Trish last night, whatever that was. And then Shayna and Rhonda split, you know, so yeah. like yeah, yeah, yeah. fans thing, were yeah. cheering for Shayna. But like, is she the good guy? So like tonight, it's just crickets, man. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I do think there's still something to like establishing like, all right, who who am I supposed to be cheering? For? That's why I ask. Because, yeah, because then even if you want to be a prick, if you want to be the anti guy, you can be like, oh, man, he's the good guy. Fuck him. I'm going to cheer for the bad guy. Yeah, he's but a I cool do. Heel, whatever. You know, but you need. Yeah, because otherwise I feel like, listen, that didn't happen in this match, thankfully, because the the fans at least interact. They, in they just match, wanted but me. like it. Yeah, they just wanted a big meat sandwich. Mm-hmm. But um, I Not do think that. that's important still. You know, I do think that having a protagonist and an antagonist is still important. Yeah, it was not defined, and that's where it lost me a bit. And um, the the fat the fans, Jesus. And uh, once again, it's thrown. But what happened to cheering for the dude you like? Right, you like powerhouse. Huh? Sure, Why sure. Don't you cheer for him. Sure, you know sure. Saying it's sort of, but in the story, you know, I mean, sort of, like. Good yeah. versus evil. And I really get listen, we, we know we we understand AW storylines right now, especially leading into these two pay-per-views. We're nothing special right there, except for the main event of all in, apparently. That's the best storyline in wrestling. But <laughs> uh, you know, I'm just saying to see these two guys match up, which could have been a shit fest, you know what I mean? And it ended up being entertaining and solid. And I say, I think it's Miro's best match. You know what I mean? And you're a little more stiff with that guy than me. But I was never a Rusev fan by any means or anything like that. You know, I'm just, I, you know, I, I, I like a monster I every now so and brutal. again. You know I what I'm saying? Brutal. Yeah. So, but like, but that's AEW doesn't have, they're like, they lack these guys. And I think Powerhouse Hops is super cool. Like, I think, yeah, I, I like Hops. I like Hops a lot. Potential borderline top guy type of stuff. You know what I mean? With Hops, I don't know where his peak is, right? But his ceiling. But like, I just thought that match was fun. And the over, listen, I, it's hard to, pick through what really matters like when you're looking at twitter reactions to stuff and all that but like that match had like a very positive reaction but like i think deserves because it was for them two dudes to have that kind of match it was something that AEW doesn't do often i think it came off well and the crowd could have easily felt like this is a wwe slow pace two big guys who can't wrestle type of match and not be into it but they got into it you know what i mean and they worked well with the crowd you know like and how they like you know addressed like the chance and stuff like that i just thought the match was good i wanted to give them credit because that's not the type of match that i would normally give credit but i thought it was fun yeah i appreciated the variety i do i think that they they delivered a pretty solid card and the layout of the show was good um you know, the Takeshita Kenny Omega matches, I did want to touch on that. There was some stuff in there that I just I I did enjoy it for what it was, because they've had a story, and that's that's what we ask for investment. But um what do you think? What do you think about the Omega Takeshita rivalry and just overall, like, dude, you've always been on in on Takeshita. Like you didn't mm-hmm. envision you probably didn't envision this heel run with Don Callis, which I think is super good. Yeah. Um but what do you think, uh, both of you guys, about the story going forward? Like, do you think Takeshita could be elevated to main event level and like legitimate main event level? Um, I do, but I don't think right now. Um, 
I think they're trying, which is mm -hmm. good. You know, you have to establish new stars. Um, shout out to Kenny's ring gear. It was awesome mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. on Sunday, in my opinion. I thought it was super cool. Um, Takeshita, I, I envisioned him being like a top baby face, like an Okada type dude, like when he got there, because mm -hmm. that's what AEW fans like. I thought like, oh, yeah, I think that could be. But like, who's to say it doesn't still happen? You know, yeah, guys do turn in pro wrestling guys i don't know if you knew that but don Callis, i mean dude i love don Callis. like i think he is awesome mm -hmm. genuine heat like can talk i've always liked don Callis for mm -hmm. for real like since the jackal i thought he was cool and i thought like people just didn't understand yeah like yeah. what he was doing you know like the cult leader thing but I think he's super cool. I think he's good for Takeshita. I love his entrance noise. Um, yeah. I, and uh, he kicked or he kneed his face off his face. It was pretty damn stiff. So, like, I thought it was cool. Um, we'll see. I think Takeshita does have a chance to be, you know, the one thing, you know, that as American wrestling fans, we've seen, like, it's that lack of communication. You know, you don't know if they can... If he can be the top guy without, you know, being able to speak like perfect English, but he has Don Cal's. Yeah, so he's got Don there. And what's cool yep. is um, we don't do this uh, enough in wrestling anymore where you turn heel and you change nuances of your ring gear, your music, your yep. character. And with this one, they did it like the details are there, Frank, like Takesh is wearing the black. He's coming out with cows. Duke talked about the music. The or jackets. The jackets like the are great. The, like those jackets are great. You know, he just looks mm -hmm. cool. Yeah. So you ain't on his that. hair. He's just keeping the hair in like the pony or whatever it is that, and it just makes him look sleek and it looks like he looks like a killer. Um, yeah, I'm in on it. I thought that match was good. You know, I thought that, like I said, I got to rewatch it. You know, I probably won't watch rewatch the WWE one, to be honest, but I got to rewatch this AEW one because I was just so down on them. You know what I mean? Yep. Like going into yep. it. And like I, I watch it and I'm not an idiot. I think that was a good match. I could tell, but I just don't know where I couldn't even give you a proper rating. Like if we were to do that, because yeah, I wasn't there emotionally, you know, but um, that said, I like Takeshita and I thought he would win the singles match with Kenny Omega. I didn't know that it was going to take place a week after the tag team match <laughs> that he also won. And you know what I mean? But I did always think he'd get the W over Kenny Omega. So it was, it was cool to see that for me, but, um, but it kind of ended like surprising, you know, I guess um, I didn't expect to finish like when it happened. And um, so like that kind of like maybe hurt the match for me a little bit, just watching it. Cause it felt sudden for my, in my opinion, but um, yeah, I thought it was very good. And I'd like to catch that. I think, the heel stuff is great. Don Callis is money. And we I was talking about managers. I was like, they're like a dying breed, like a proper manager mm -hmm. ringside, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, they don't bring anything. Like, it's like, I was going off on Sammy Guevara being ringside in the Jericho match at All In. You know, it's like, you're not, you're just there. You're just there. You brought nothing to it. You didn't entertain anything. You Emotional know I mean? you support. Just, it's best friend. You were just standing there by the ring, and then the last shot was you inside of the ring. Well, Tony had to get his body a payday. Yeah. So like exact maybe, and it's like where Don though, he gets it. He adds something. He tried to kill him like, with a screwdriver in the middle of the yeah, match. like Paul Lee, like Paul Lee, right? Why Paul Lee is like the best, right? At the moment is 
because he adds stuff to the you could just look at Paul Lee and there's entertainment happening. You know what I mean? With his facial expressions and yep. stuff like that. And Don Callis is like AEW's, I guess, closest version to that, you know. And I miss yeah. I miss managers who actually manage, who are actually yep. doing stuff, you know what I mean? Just rather than being like a cute girl ringside, you know, right. and it's like pull the leg, you know, or just a useless or, yeah. dude. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're filled with yeah, them in AEW. Exactly. And it's just like so, like I appreciate what Don does, you know, and he's it's it's heat. I love that too. I love it. Yep. That's what's great about um, you know, doing these these pods because like yeah, you're down on the shows, but we start to realize there is a lot of cool stuff still out there. You know what I mean? Like, well, mm. look if you if you like Zern was saying, you know, that I personally am focusing on the wrong things, like because I was down on some of these shows, but you know, if you take the good spit out the bad you could probably still enjoy the product right i mean you just can't take everything so personally i guess the fact that there's stupid ass chance in the match or you know there's guys that we're not getting the right push it you know push for our our um tastes i don't know man it's either you you know you you divorce you divorce your long lost love and you end it or you uh stick through the the rough times so this is a rough as a, time as a as a divorced man I will say that I will run for the goddamn hills when it gets bad. And right now your boy is like teetering. I'm at like the top, you know what I mean? And I'm like right about to get over because what's currently happening is not, I'll tell you guys this. I liked payback. I enjoyed, enjoyed more of payback than I did of all out. Hmm. So like a little more. what I like in wrestling. Okay. Storytelling, not ADHD, not fun one second, and then we're going to hit you in the head with something. Like, I need consistency. I need storytelling. I need production, you know, to a certain extent, you know. Um, And that's bad because, like, you were very much good right now. Yeah, you were saying all the things AEW does this time last year, like, they do these things that you – that you uh, hunger for in wrestling that WWE was not doing. And it's as if in the last year, AEW has gotten away from doing the things, I guess you wanted that for an alternative. And once again, it's, it's not like they're doing anything wrong because these people eat it up. Two greatest pay-per-views ever in the same week. In a week, dude. What do I know? In a week, you know? Tucci. Yeah. That's crazy. WWE <laughs> tried that. Yeah, right. WWE. Well, like for what I and... like, it's just like, Con. especially you Idiot. know what like the Vincent? yeah nothing nah man i i just think like i said you either gotta um uh, leave her behind or or roll with her and Deuces. the thing is you know i'm gonna host wrestle dream here you know you come over with zern you know <laughs> you, you try to get your love yeah back. but that's a completely different thing because i told you at all out i had a great time Right. Three of my buddies, four of my buddies, five of my buddies. Right. You know, including <laughs> Owen. But like, that's not the, that's not because of the show. You were, you were running home to see Dynamite before. And, and I guess at this point, Exa- yeah. dude, must see TV, mm-hmm. you know? And now it's like, eh. If I dude, say it, I'll say it. Frank, where where are you at with your uh come on? We with this is like a little therapy session for you guys. I I feel your pain, but not to the level of you gentlemen. So how are you feeling uh after this therapy session? Well, this has been an ongoing therapy session. My poor girlfriend had to hear it all of Saturday. 
<laughs> at a kid's party. And I'm like, and then punk just did it. I'm like, so, like she couldn't care less. And that's all I could talk about. You know what I mean? Yesterday when we were watching all that, all we could talk about, we were obsessed with this, you know, my feelings are just hurt, I guess, you know what I'm saying? And like, so I'll get over it and I'll move on. And I'm sure I like a lot of dudes in AEW still. I'm side eye looking at a bunch of dudes now, though. So like, which is unfortunate because like, I've never felt that way with AEW. You know what I mean? I've always been like, I enjoy way more of AEW than I don't. But now the issues I have with some of the is are bigger. You know what I mean? So like, like Duke was saying how he's nitpicking more, you know what I mean? And all that that's, I'm not quite to that extent, but I'm kind of like, you know, guys who I did like, like the acclaimed, I'm annoyed by you guys now. You know what I'm saying? MJF, I'm not a, the biggest MJF guy, but I'm like, he's the world champion. It's like, it feels irrelevant to me. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. I'm, I'm still team CM Punk is my world champion. Mm -hmm. Until somebody who could fill his boots changes my mind. You know what I'm saying? And like, and that's how I'm riding with it. Mm -hmm. And I'll be that guy with the CM Punk chant game boot at the AEW shows. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Until until somebody is. And my buddy said, what if Brian Danielson wins the title? Would that get me back on track? And I'm like, maybe. We'll see. It would. You know what I mean? But like, Absolutely. but as it stands, like there's nobody in that company I want to win the world title. I don't even know who I want to be the world champion at the moment, other than Brian Danielson. And it's like Malachi, but that's not gonna happen. You know right. what I mean? So it's sort of like mm. the guys who I might want are not realistic. And it's just like they what they're doing. A, are they gonna do a program with Joe? Oh yeah, I'm Jeff. I'm Jeff Joe? And Joe. Are you out on that or all in? It's like listen, I like Joe, right? Especially lately. Why is he? Why would he be in any title picture? He just lost to the real world. Tony Khan's a fan. I mean, that's just how it's it like, is, dude. But whatever. That's he's another conversation. Because, because I'll tell you why. Because there's a viral video of MJF getting pushed aside. Yeah. And this little guy wants to get his his payback on Joe. So he probably went to his buddy Tony and said, "Hey, Tony, I would really like to great story show these you. fans that I'm a." Yeah, How would you guys a... feel if Joe took that belt off MTF? I would love every second of it. I hope would he chokes him out. What about for you, real? John Boy? Because yeah. John Boy is the real litmus test because he hates Joe. When they signed Joe, it was over. The company's out of business. Well, this he, time. He's... Joe was so... in TNA wrestling. Joe was in TNA. Uh, I'm not a fan, but put the title on him over MJF. Legitimize. Okay, good. Because I'm with you. Because I'm with you too. Like, listen, I just think it's silly because he doesn't deserve the title shot. Like, if we're acting like it's real sports. But Joe right? at least yeah. respects the wrestling I love. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, I'm but all here, about Joe winning that, too. So, like, that was a you know, obviously they do the reenactment, right? Like, yeah, he's yeah, going yeah. to the back. He he bumps mm -hmm. him, whatever. And then he gets in the ring with Samoa Joe. Do you guys believe for one second mm -hmm. he yeah. has a chance? Yeah. Joe just chokes him. He just yeah. gets team chokes him. And then had a match. Yeah. And and I, like, think Joe, I think Joe should squash off and win the title. <laughs> but yeah, real quick, one minute. though, that's another bad decision. Yeah, yeah. By right. the boss, you don't let your world champion go in there and get fucking guillotine choked, dude. Have the big pull apart. You know what right, I mean? Yeah, if you yeah. want to get the better of them, that's fine. But he looked weak. Don't let them touch. He and it looked real because that's what would happen. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah, he just was through the ringer in the previous match. But I hear you, and I and I don't know what they're doing with that world. Yeah, but you don't. No, man, let him punch him or whatever, do a pull apart. But like he got choked, dude. Like that's what happens in real fights. Somebody charges you, you 
you choke them. Right. You know, it was just and he just did it. It right was away. very I thought once again it was a bad decision, you know. Well, I want to say this. Um, you know, the Ring of Honor thing, it's 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 bled into AEW full force, but with um with Joe being like the challenger as a Ring of Honor television champion and MJF and Cole are the tag team champions of Ring of Honor, it, like it's bleeding through even more. And I just wonder, um, I just wonder what they're doing because, like, they got away from the rankings, something that AEW was doing when we first started doing this podcast. They were still doing it. It's just like Joe is not this random. Good, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. I never believed in the rankings because yeah. it's yeah, too yeah, yeah. hard to honor it. It's just too yeah, hard. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You but put yourself like, in a box. You do. But it's like we go to Joe. Um, Seems <laughs> weird, dude. Like, listen, we all just said we want Joe to win the uh, the belt if he, you know, was in that match. But it's like, dude. What are we doing? Like, is it just TK's boys? Like, you know, and I said this to my buddy last night. Is like, is it becoming like just TK's boys getting all their turns? You know what I'm saying? And sort of like, and I won't like that. You know what I mean? And like, I'm very honest with my opinion on how I feel about everything. You know what I mean? And it's like, I will roast TK and them if that's what it is. But it's starting to get me to that point. The fact that I'm in a several-month feud with Adam Cole and then the champion is in a tag team match with the, for the ROH titles, and then he's bumping into Samoa Joe, an ROH champion that just lost his last world title match, and that's like what we're seemingly headed towards next, at least for the short term. It just frustrates me. You know what I'm saying? When I'm seeing the House of Black lose their titles and I go, well, maybe it's because, you know, Malachi is going to move on to bigger things yeah. and then Brody. But it's like, no, but they're not. Not to be. Yeah, it's so, not happening. Uh, yeah, not yet, at least. So we, we don't know. It's, it's Samoa like, Joe. It's Ring of Honor. It's and it's Joe, like. Oh, yeah. It's like Samoa. Listen, Switchblade. What's up with him? He got a big win. Huge win. You know what I mean? Like, they're, you know, it's like. They've been rolling. What's, what's, yeah, it's like, come on, dude. You know, I just need. What AEW can do is give you a lot of variety and have a lot of guys in there who, you know what I mean? We could get there and you could do those matches and it's fun and interesting and you see different matchups and whatever. But it's starting to become like a pattern with some of the things, you know, some of the booking. And it's like, and you know, you could forgive it when you think it's cool. But when it starts to, when it becomes more and more lame, you know, as far as I'm concerned, then it becomes like an issue. And it's like, all right, well, let's, let's, if some of the moves feel very WWE like when it was like, all right, well, it's Edge and Randy, and oh, but Batista's back now and he's in the mix, and now it's Batista and Randy until John Cena's in there. It's like you're rotating these same dudes, you know, and that era suffered for it, I mm -hmm. felt. And I feel like I'm mean, we're headed back to that era where it's like these usual suspects. Now Hangman's back in the mix, apparently, after that win on the weekend, you know what I mean? And now he's going to talk on Wednesday. I'm for that. It's just like, but... I don't know. Yeah, I know you're for it. But it's just like, and I, I don't even have a problem with Hangman becoming a top guy again, even though I don't see him like that. You, you know should have but like, a crew of main eventers, though, right? Like Sure. And, but you should also try to elevate new dudes. You know what I mean? Like Joe. Maybe they're doing that with Orange. Uh, maybe they're doing that with Ricky Starks. Sure. We'll see. Ballot. You know what I mean? But I, but. Orange didn't Orange didn't just bump the world champion and neither did Ricky. You know what I right. mean? Like Ricky, you know what I mean? They just they're doing other things. You know what Duke, I'm saying? And it's sort of like Samoa Joe though is getting to rub shoulders with the champ. Duke, maybe MJF collects well, all the Ring because, of Honor titles. He's got tagged. Well, MJ, MJF has to beat Samoa Joe, guys. Mm -hmm. They gotta he have all the callbacks to, and all the old yeah. WWE stuff. Another guy who started drama backstage on walked out on the company and just got what he wanted. So, and now he's in charge. You know what I mean? Or like his run, you know, like that's an issue. That's an issue. Somebody's got to step up. 
somebody's got to be the voice of reason back there. Um, I don't know who it was. I mean, Regal. Who could step up? If so Regal couldn't up, who could demand. Punk was there trying to. Right. And they ran him out. He was yep. stepping up. Yep. And these babies had such a fit about it that he's out of the company. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like he was stepping up. He was doing the shit that we're saying that they need to get done. Tell well, people what bothers no. me about you know what Jericho I mean? portraying himself as like the yeah. locker room leader and the like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 you I'm know, aware. you know better than that though, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. But that's all the shit that he talked about Triple H back in the day, and I, I don't know. Uh, it, it just seems like a lot of politics there, and that's the biz, I guess. It's the they, biz, but, but but Jericho's getting his bread buttered continuously, mm-hmm. and the elite have every possible you know rain that they want they can do they have free reign and um it's a strange thing we'll see how it goes um this has been fun though commiserating talking to you guys trying to talk you off the ledge talk you wrestling uh therapy wrestling therapy right here episode 62 and you know we got we got survivor series season coming up we got Royal Rumble's not too far away. Like we'll, we'll get back in the uh, the spirit of the the biz. I'm sure. That seemingly is the nature of this, right? Like we hate its guts, but we can't quite quit it. Something might grab us. It doesn't last forever. I'll tell you though, since we've done this podcast, I haven't felt like this. Yeah, like I felt I had a good. We had a good run. You know what I mean? But like. Post WrestleMania, you, know, you guys had to talk me off the ledge as I yeah. um, eviscerated everyone in the world. But 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 here we are. It's the, the tables have turned, and I feel like mm-hmm. it's, it's the same for you guys now. Like you're down and out. And um, but this for spins. me, this was this was previous to the punk stuff. You know, like right. I was already down on it, and then that happened. And for me, that's just like the... it's deflating. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. You guys are down on it, and it's deflating. I was down on it compared to how i normally am you know what i mean mm-hmm. but i was still hanging on because we had punk mm-hmm. you know we had danielson coming back we had all the potential but with that gone it makes me just it just seems so bleak we manifested it back in the day yeah. man me and you yeah, yeah, talked yeah. about but danielson and punk being in aw like i mentioned they got there we had the dream and maybe that was it yeah. It ha- it you know, be, really... you know, you know oh. what would be crazy, guys. What's that? Is if CM Punk would go back to the WWE and win the Royal Rumble? Wouldn't that be something else? With the real world championship? <laughs> oh, I know, I know. Manifesting that shit, putting that out there. I'm just, I'm just saying, just saying a statement. I'm so conflicted, yeah. but that's how I got to see Punk. That's how I see him. Yep, I'll be watching. I want to see all those um, graphics and memes and whatnot of like Vince opening the door like the curtain like welcome home like when they when when cody came back like i want to see uh people start to put that energy out there i don't know man. vince flying to chicago yes vince flying to chicago but like honestly though i i, I know there'll probably be something else eventually in our lifetime but like that feels like the one last thing that could happen where vince brings someone back who just you never thought it would happen you know, dude, I left wrestling when punk left wrestling for for like a while by all, you know, for all intents and purposes. You know what I mean? Like I was aware of what was happening. I'd watch Mania and mm-hmm. the Rumble. You know what I mean? But like for all, I was just I didn't know guys. I didn't know some of these lady wrestlers. I had to figure this all out. Right. <laughs> Again. And then like. 
AW bought that love back for me and it was great, you know? And then the fact that they were able to get Punk made them even, they made them like God tier, you know what I'm saying? In terms of like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm so stoked on it. And with him going again, it makes me feel like, man, you know, like, dude, is this like, I'm judging everything. I'm judging the fans harsher. And I've always been very supportive of the fans. You know what I mean? But now I'm just like, what are you dorks doing? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm like full heel turn on everything, you know? And it's just like, and it's and, and the whole thing. And it makes me feel like this isn't for me either. Like you guys have been saying, and it makes me feel that way. And it's so crazy how one dude, mm-hmm. one decision made me feel that way, but it's just like, it's the decision and the way it went about and all the other things. And it, all of that combined just made me go, man, it's such a bummer to me. I don't like feeling this way, but I'm like I said, I might just be in a funk. Well, what's funny is um, similar to you, I was not the biggest wrestling fan 2017, 2018, 2019. AEW, you hear about it. Cody, I see all in. I see Cody. And I was back for all intents and purposes because of Cody, Cody Rhodes and AEW, like really got my love back and the Dustin Rhodes stuff. And then Cody goes to WWE. And I remember I was rage texting you guys like, this is terrible you know i didn't trust the process i didn't trust him going back to wwe but it turns out that that was actually the best thing for my cody fandom because i'm getting like really good stories with cody i'm getting the cody i want and i'm gonna hopefully get my crowning achievement so maybe just maybe this dark day what if Punk takes his spot then that's just you know don't be putting that out there manifesting (laughs) that shit don't be trying to do that um because that they're they're projecting Roman Cody right for Philly. Yeah. So it's like if it, if if Punk walks through those doors at in number thirty at Royal Rumble uh and wherever they're at, you know, busy oh, things change. Hey yo, things the change Rumbles, like that. You're gonna you're, you're gonna be really hyped for this Rumble this year. I'll tell you that just because the possibility, just for the possibility. I know. Well, yeah. That that yeah. If there's any speculation that that dude could maybe even potentially be at the Royal Rumble, I'm jacked. You know, yeah. and like that's a problem. That's a problem for AEW that an AEW day one diehard is now yeah. like I'm Jack for the I'm Jack for their show. You are in the minority, my friend. Yeah, 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 yeah. maybe. Because all those maybe. diehards are loving it. Uh, minority on Twitter. Cancer's minority on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Minority on Twitter. But I don't think in the real world, because in the real world, that guy sold five times the merch as Orange Cassidy. True. You know that what I'm saying? True. And 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 they love him. You know what I mean? And, you know, I, I know you guys love him, too. I like him. You know what I mean? But it's not a shot at Orange Cassie, but it is what it is. He's the dude. You know, mm-hmm. Twitter could act like they're all mad and you can see polls. I'm seeing what culture polls and this. And they're like 80 percent are happy he's gone and all that. But it's not real. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not. real. What are you happy about? I don't want to beat a dead horse, but what are you happy that yeah, you yeah, don't get good yeah, stories yeah. anymore? I'm happy. I love yeah, not yeah, having great wrestling. Sad. Like, what are you even saying? They're happy that there's not a guy who might hurt their favorite wrestler's feelings backstage anymore. And that these guys can all be best buds and hold hands walking home after the work. And you know what I mean? And like, and that's just what it's going to be. I saw Mark Henry put out a tweet. Or, I mean, it was just a quote saying like, it's all going to be, you know, roses and, you know, butterflies. Was he being now. condescending problem, though? He was being condescending. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah he's because probably he saying, team punk. Because he goes, the problem's gone now, right? The right. problem's gone. Be everything's gonna be unicorns. Yeah, dogs. everything's gonna be unicorns and you know whatever. He said some goofy stuff, but it was funny. But like that was the intention, you know. He's like everything's gonna be good. He was like, we'll see how it goes then, huh? Because because right. like, the problem because he goes the so called problem is gone now. We're gonna mm. see. Who would have thought Mark Henry might be uh, mm-hmm. the smartest guy in the past? Well, Punk, Punk, and him are buds, dude. Like Punk oh, is. Yeah. Uh, Punk's gone to bat for Mark Henry, like mm. in the past when um. 
like when he won the world title, I remember Punk being like a pretty prominent supporter of that. So, mm. but if Mark Henry makes Mark a good Henry's point, a good doesn't guy. he? I mean, maybe like because yeah. we're gonna see eventually. This solves everything, right? Punk, you fired him. Everything's fixed. Like I mentioned, for me, the quality of AEW is not not even quality. Just the whatever it is that they're trying to do previously just was not for me. I wasn't big on the yeah, pay per view. Yeah. I wasn't big on dynamite recently i thought collision was the bigger show and then the punk thing is just it's the straw you know what mm-hmm. i mean that breaks the camel's back and then like i said i get to these things where like i'm like hypercritical now because like i i'm so bitter and then you know the acclaimed come out right. with their pink titles and the scissors on them and i'm like is this what wrestling is now like is it just a big goof is it everybody wants to sing everybody's and in like, on it it's fun have fun and scissor each other quote, unquote, and like this is yeah i mean bro like i get it i like that fun too but like i don't know man this isn't this isn't what i signed up for well look moxley and orange was brutal um there's a lot of brutality for you too if you're into that there's a lot of serious tone i'm sure it'll it'll be the full variety show that it was but we'll see we'll see how it goes cm punk gone from AEW. For now, maybe forever. We'll see. I've been commiserating with these gentlemen. To a better day, to a brighter day. <laughs> look, you never know. Maybe he shows up at that rumble and we're sitting here with a whole different look on our face. Thank Just you, get... CM Punk. If it's the last time we ever saw you. Thank you, CM Punk. This has been No Sold, and that's the bottom line. Frank, you got to hit. Because no soul says so.